They want the creme de la creme, the chad de la chad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? Judah, um, it's 10.52 a.m., it is Thursday, it is the 18th, January 2024, and I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule. Chapel. Alright. So I'm doing something a little earlier. Still plan on going to work directly after this, so unlike last time or yesterday in which I had to share everything <clears throat> at once. Well, I didn't share everything at once. I uploaded everything at once. I'm going to try to have this episode uploaded, uh, uploaded um, by three today. Try to do an afternoon show or should I say an evening night show at 6 p.m. Um, yesterday was it wasn't busy. So I'm not going to use that excuse. I really just didn't have the time and I wasn't really focusing on uploading the episode as much as I was focused on getting through the workday. And today is going to be the same type of vibe. Um, But we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about. This will be a segment show. Possibly even three segments if I'm not, you know, if I'm calculating this right. But at the very least, we're definitely doing two segments. For this episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, we got four things to go over. Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. Um, we got a lot of things involving Eddie Griffin. Uh, Eddie Griffin on Bill Cosby. Uh, black male stars don't leave this business clean. 
Also, Eddie Griffin reveals how Hollywood exploits black actors. And I believe both of those clips are from DJ Vlad, Vlad TV. Shout out to Vlad TV. We also have the Poor Man's Podcast. Shout out to the Poor Man's Podcast. Two videos from him. One video called Adult Actress Cries Because Nobody Respects Her. And then Adult Film Actress Sarah J Embarrasses Her Husband. Man, where should we start off, man? I think we should start with uh, Sarah J first, the porn star. Then we'll get into Eddie Griffin. And then we'll go into another adult actress crying. And then we'll end it with Eddie Griffin. How's that sound? 38 minutes and 55 seconds of content to go through. Let's not waste any time. Shout out to the Poor Man's Podcast. And without further ado, let's get this shit cracking. All right. What's the most toxic thing you ever did? I definitely f- my husband's uh, relatives. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Why? I was dumb and young, and that's what I did when I was young and dumb. Which now it's my dumb. turn. It is. You told me it was my turn. Damn, her husband had got the Adam Twenty <coughs> Two treatment. I mean, and I don't want to be that guy, but is it really cheating if you married a porn star? I mean, at what point are you responsible for what you signed up for? I- my point exactly. Yeah, I remember, um, was it the beginning of last year? I want to say it was the beginning of last year when we started talking about, you know, women all washed up and a lot of these porn star women. I heard Sarah J talk about this before in an interview where, you know, she says she has a wonderful marriage with her husband. You know, she gets to go out there, do what she wants, a.k.a. get fucked by a bunch of guys and women. And the man, I guess, is the one who stays at home waiting for her to come home. I mean, bizarro world. Bizarro world. Yes, it just comes with the territory. Couldn't be me, though. Me personally, I wouldn't take this level of disrespect. The girls pop their balloons to reject the guy. Single man, reveal yourself. Hey, go make some noise. Yeah, we all. Let me tell you something. Let me switch this up. I'm popping the balloon. First things first, it's called take me out. You guys need to take yourselves out of this room and go apply yourself to something in life. Because right? honestly, man don't want any girl who comes and does this on a Saturday. Go do something with freaking low lives. This is what you're doing on a Saturday? Go make bread. Go get a job. Go do something with your life. Yeah, pop your balloons. It's cool, cool. Pop your balloons. But at the end of the day, what I said was true. You man are here on a Saturday begging for attention of man you don't know. Do better. No, bro, bro, you came in with your pockets empty and you're leaving with it empty. I came here with my pockets full and I'm getting paid to be here. Watch this now. Uh, why did you pop your balloon for a legacy? It was a bit too much. Why Why did you come in with like... Mm-mm. Hey, y'all, come look at this. You let me here anyway. Next. Yeah, like terrible, shitty, and like pathetic audio quality jesus christ i guess we're going to be skipping through this very soon okay 
Yeah, are you well? When they start asking, are you okay, who hurt you, or calling you insecure, you know you on the right track. No, but seriously, it just seems like it's too much work. If you ask a girl out and they say they already got plans or they're busy and they don't immediately follow up with another time and day y'all can meet, she probably just don't like you, and that's fine. L let the bitch walk. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what motherfucking tribe you from? Uh, my mom is Nicaraguan, my dad is Saudi Arabian or Eritrean. I knew it was something. Why you got to my lashes like that? Because it's Christmassy. Look, they're Christmassy. No. <laughs> that nigga said no. <laughs> Man, she lying to me. I take tilt. So anyway... I'm about to skip this. So I'm about to skip over this. I, I apologize. It's just the quality's too bad and the context. Going back to and I hate to really like. I really hate to critique content creators, but do me a favor, guys. If you're gonna name a video based on only a 30 minute, not even a 30 minute. Excuse me. You're gonna name a video based on a 30 second clip. At least fix the quality. The, the audio is just too much, man. Luckily, I'm a G-ass nigga, and I don't give a fuck. And I'll, I'll throw the whole fucking operation out of the window. So what's this? We're going to delete that because it's like a fluke. Like, can barely hear this shit. I'm doing the audible because I feel like it. You know what I'm saying? And I want to. We'll go through what I was supposed to go through tonight. And then I'll go over the other shit later on tonight. Um, Adam22 responds to academics, man. Let's, let's, let's see what's going on. But, all right. So I got to uh, live up to some of the clickbait real quick because there's certain things that they really want to see me talk about. And I titled this in such a way. So I guess I got to get to this. Okay. So basically, a couple weeks ago, I'm minding my own business Saturday night. And I get a DM from Academics' girl, or who I understood to be his girl at the time. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you have one of them get my lemonade? Sorry. She goes by the name of Shay Glizzy. Yeah. Glizzy Gang. Anyway, she <laughs> she DMs me, Wack, and Troy Ave, and she sends us a dick picture of Academics, which I realize might be kind of, that shit ain't got a filter. You better be careful. Okay, let's fuck with the spot. So... So you guys already know, we went over this. We've been following this story for like the past two weeks, I think. Um, Axe dick pic surfaced recently. Troy Av seen it. Well, Troy Av got the message, never seen the picture. Adam 22, the weirdo, Lucifer 22, um, the weirdo, looked at the picture, studied the picture, and then did an entire show damn near talking about this picture of Academics' dick. Because Academics is Jamaican and he does not play the Batiman games, okay? He responded, as we all know, Crash Academics does best, which is crash out. He didn't only crash out on Adam 22, but he crashed out on no jumper. Here's the problem. And it, it could be like, call me weird, but 
because this has happened between these two before. Nothing weird like this, but damn near. I mean, DJ Academics, who was dealing with Selena Powell at that time. <clears throat> had had a huge blowout with her. She gets mad, goes to Adam-22's platform, and proceeds to bury academics. Which, for academics, is made to believe that, you know, Adam-22 allowed this woman on the platform knowing what she's going to say. And because, in my personal opinion... I know for a fact that academics respects Adam-22 more than Adam-22 respects academics. That's a fact. All right? That's a fact. And this sort of attitude that Adam-22 has, it rubbed off on a lot of people. It rubbed off of uh, on T-Rail, Pauls. It rubbed off on AD, Pauls. In the sense to where, with AD's situation, um, Adam-22 complains to a dude named Lush about Adam-22, but Lush had the recording, had had the conversation recorded. Now, weirdly enough, in some instance, in some, in, in some situations, in, in some topics, this would be considered bad. Um, this reminds me of the WAC 100 conversation with Hassan Campbell. And If it wasn't for Hassan Campbell recording that conversation, nobody would have believed. Nobody would have believed um, Hassan Campbell when it came to the things that Wax said and what he said about Nipsey, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. But in this situation, when it involved Lush, Lush pretty much did AD a favor because. Beforehand, I'm, I'm sure AD must have sensed some animosity that Adam 22 had towards him, whether it was from the community, it was from his side project, um, his podcast that he was doing, which now he's still doing. But now the fig community world is, you know, combining the two. Um, you, you could probably sense some level of hostility that Adam 22 has. And I've always, I didn't always do this, but I've said it two days ago that Adam 22 seems like somebody who's passive aggressive, where on the surface, he lets things slide, but he'll always go back in a sense to where he'll always remember that and always hold a grudge over someone. And he may be a person to hold a grudge and never say anything. Speaking of this, just to fast forward everything going on um, from last night's episode, uh, we find out that um, Adam 22 had this sort of grudge with academics because academics said all this foul shit about his wife, who's a porn star. And, you know, that just goes to show you how this type of nigga is. Right. So we're going to hear a lot of a lot of fuckery right now. <laughs> I do a lot of shit. So I open up the DM and I see this dick picture, right? Wait, what? I'm lost. Okay. Academics' girlfriend or or 
I don't know if they're together or whatever. Adam. Huh? Nothing. Listen, I did a whole podcast with Wack. I already did my full review of the dead I was late for the hoping to react. Listen, go ahead. DW's getting a taste of 22 coming through the game contest. I ain't A feel. Pause. Also, pause on that. You end up being 22, we get gay sometimes, man. Whoa. Okay. We get gay. Wait. No. Whoa. 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 Niggas is playing too much with the gay shit, man. Is this the movement? Is this what's going on, my nigga? Is this the vibe? Do I have to vibe check? No jumper? Like, this shit weird. This shit weird. First of all, you spending, my nigga, you spending two seconds talking about a nigga's dick size is weird, nigga. Ten seconds of reacting to a nigga's dick size is suspect. Adam 22 spent an hour and 30 minutes talking about this. And now it's like, we got to go back to memory lane. Like, this is pathetic. Crit Mac thing on Channel 5? I'm fully like, yeah, for years now, I've been trying to get Crit Mac to do some freaky activities with me. I don't know. My girl was watching it with me. She goes, why'd you say it like that? I'm like, uh, I didn't mean it. Like, all right. Weird. But either way. Weird. So he gets in a fight with his girl. She sends basically unflattering dick pictures mm. to a bunch of his associates slash friends, right? Me and Wag do a whole podcast. We talk about it for like 40 minutes during the fucking podcast, <laughs> making some jokes about the dick pictures and the fact that they maybe were not the most flattering pictures you ever seen in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Flacco said, because he was... First of all, as someone who went over this and also went over the entire episode myself, <coughs> <clears throat> I can tell you that Wack 100 was just reacting to what you were saying. He wasn't necessarily participating. And I think Wack is kind of going to, he's just guilty by association, right? But see, this is what happens when you deal with niggas like Adam 22. It's like dealing with a younger sibling who talks shit. Like he talks shit to everybody. And you're the one that has to protect the nigga. Because then he says something to the wrong motherfuckers that want to do something to him. Then I got to go out there and protect the nigga and do something to them before they do something to him. You see what I mean? That's Adam 22. AD will tell you. AD talked about it. He had to protect Adam 22 on a few occasions. That involved niggas wanting to go in there and, and take the nigga to pound town, beat the nigga the fuck up. You know, I think the Mexican homies wanted issues. A lot of niggas want issues, want smoke with Adam 22. But it's the people that's kind of been around them that honestly were really protecting them that kind of kept them out of harm's way. With those characters gone, it's not that I don't have faith in the people protecting Adam. It's just the longevity of what's going on, the longevity of No Jumper and Adam 22, I don't see too much of a, I don't see any momentum going forward. (coughs) And it's weird because when AD and T-Rail was on, you know, things were smooth sailing, right? They were a big part. And I, and I think Adam, 
doesn't want to admit it, but deep down inside, he would have to admit that those two were a big part of the progression of the podcast and of the channel. And without them, it's kind of empty. It's kind of like just a shell. Brick Baby's not really that entertaining. DW Flame is cool. Whack 100 is cool. But that's it, really. Like, I don't. Flacco's weird. Flacco's another guy talking about academics dick size. Weird. Niggas is suspect. This off top. Like, niggas ain't. Niggas can't let that one slide, man. That's weird. That's weird as hell, man. What's off? You should have let him beat it. That's before he sent <laughs> What the team. fuck going on? Flacco said that. I'm saying, you just. That's how Flacco you, you people. The gay Flacco will he, do anything to defend academics to the point where baby. it is almost pathological. Like, because baby booms. He, 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 he with the girl. And he going crazy defending it. Yeah. So you said that it's not nothing to brag about. Listen, I don't know what it's like when he's on hard. I don't know what Yo. it's like when he's. Standing with his back arched, whatever. All I know is what I saw in the picture. Putting it all the way out every inch. The picture was fucked up. But either way, this is a picture. Who knows? You know, some people are growers and not showers. Showers. You never know. I said, I said, that's what I told Flacco. At that moment, he was probably growing. (laughs) What a liquor fan. Because that picture wasn't really showing. (laughs) But you don't want to fuck with the California roots. I keep keep looking at this bottle of wine or whatever. Who did that? wine. That's a white ass. We can shit. send. We can send uh, one of the guys in the front to go yeah, get some alcohol. What do you want to drink? Want to send them niggas. Uh, how, how much longer we got? Probably yeah. two hours. I got Barry right here. I got Barry right. Uh, uh, okay. No, no. I'm saying send them niggas. Okay. Now Barry, make sure I'm st- <laughs> stay where I need to stay. Uh, tequila. Okay. Jesus huh? Christ. Get them the bum tequila. Niggas is out here getting fried, talking about dick sizes. Niggas sound gay, bro. Fuck that. Niggas is weird. Fuck that shit. This shit is crazy, bro. This shit is weird, bro. And you know, academics really won this one, and I'm going to tell you why he won this one. Everything that he said in the very beginning, late last year, where he was pretty much predicting the situation that he would be in and how he was going to stand on business regardless. He's been doing that. He like, yeah, yeah, this bitch out here plan on doing some weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, you know, um, bitch got smashed by both of my homeboys. He said it. But once again, man, <clears throat> this goes back to what I said about the situation the first time where academics has a terrible judgment of character in the people he fuck with. Adam 22 could be just another example. I've talked about it before. Academics talks about Adam very highly back in the day. Not even back then, but y'all know. He's even said that when it comes to like you know, the people that's coming up in the industry, his name would be added onto the list as well as Adam 22. So he, he, he held Adam at high regards at one point. And the thing is, I never heard Adam give. I've heard Adam give a couple of shout outs to uh, academics, but it wasn't like really like anything 
wasn't really giving him props for anything. It was kind of like, yeah, shout out to Ack and, you know, shit like that. But Academics was always a person that gave Adam-22 his credibility. Um, Both audiences share somewhat of a similarity in terms of sort of the SoundCloud rap scene and everything that came from that really just wasn't it was it was sort of an organic come up. I don't know much about Adam 22 in terms of No Jumper. I just remember hearing about No Jumper out of nowhere and then the fucking um the fucking Gucci man uh the Gucci man sample, you know, balling like an athlete but got no jumper. That's 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 how I found out about um No Jumper. Was that? I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And then, you know, it's what it was. With somebody like Ack, I didn't see him blow up either, but I've seen bits and pieces. Like I've seen I've seen the Twitch stream Ack, who's probably the most humble, in which a lot of people will say, Well, we missed that act. It's the same thing, it's the same shit people say about Kanye West, right? Oh, we missed the old Kanye when Kanye was humble. Uh, we missed the old Kanye. It's like, you know, people change, money changes people. And money naturally changes people. And it's and it's funny because people talk about money changes you as if it's expected that money changes you for the worse. Maybe money, in fact, changes you for the better. Maybe you're not a drug addict and you know how to save money. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't have a lot of vices. Maybe you don't have a lot of addictions. Maybe you don't have, you have hobbies, but you know, you're able to save for what you want rather than getting money lump sum and just spending it. You see what I'm saying? Other people, when they get money, realistically, they don't have to save money. So when they get money, they blow it. You hear these niggas all the time. You hear Ack all the time talking about the sports cars he has, the car collection, his house, the fact that he had a million dollars stashed in his crib that his girl went through and took half a million of it. Like you hear about all this shit. And I don't know if it's supposed to sound like a flex because it really isn't. It just shows people how irresponsible you are, not only with women, but the people that you call friends. You know what I'm saying? It's like I said, it's a terrible judgment of character. This is how I would talk to uh, a younger sibling of mine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it's a terrible judgment of character that you have towards people. And some people aren't really used to that or can't get used to the lone wolf lifestyle to where it's just you, your responsibilities, the things you have to do, the bills you have to pay, the money you got to make. You know what I mean? The people that you hang out with casually. The people that you hang out with once a week, maybe that's even if you have time with your work schedule for people who even make content. It's the same shit. Like, yeah, I could I can go here and talk to this woman that I really don't want to talk to. Or I can put together some content. I'd rather put together some content like I've really chosen this shit over interactions with a lot of people because I've came to the realization where it's like no disrespect to them. But conversational wise, it's useless talking to them. You know, what I mean, in in terms of actually having good communication and conversation, it's a it's more of a task and a chore than a luxury to deal with certain people. You see what I mean? Some people are able to reevaluate 
or evaluate and go, well, I've known this person for years. I've done this and that, but they haven't really been doing much in return. And then some people, you help them once and they expect you to help them again because you helped them the first time. Then if you help them the second time, you got to help them out every time you see them. It's the day and they're all cool with you, right? They're cool with you. Oh man, this is my nigga. Yeah, always looking out. It's the moment you're not able to look out. It's the moment you're no longer able to look out. You're no longer able to provide for people where those people overnight turn on you. And I think to an extent, I'm not saying that's academics, but I'm saying his poor judgment of people to communicate with and people to do business with. Outside of the Academy, I think the Academy is good. Uh, Shout out to uh, Troy Ave. I think the Academy is good. I think his dealings with anybody outside of that is going to be more of a liability than anything that involves opportunity at this point. Because you got so many people who Adam was pretty much throwing dirt on academics, name since um, the allegations came out from from what I remember. Now, keep in mind, we all know, if you guys don't know, look up Adam 22's uh, alleged um, allegations, numerous allegations of sexual assault, rape, um, coercion, what was it, coercion, 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 and all types of shit, all types of wild shit. And academics stated that when he was going through that shit, academics stood by him. Right. Only for Adam 22 to sort of make a spectacle out of his situations, which which kind of goes to show you the type of person that Adam 22 is. Right. It's just that type of snarmy, sarcastic, dull, white humor that Adam 22 has to where it's obvious when he likes somebody And it's absolutely obvious when he doesn't like somebody because he's passive aggressive about it. Uh, Because will you make me like this? No, my 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 girl is pressing for the weed. Oh, she wants weed, but yeah, not tail cut tequila. Uh, I'm not. Johnny, can you send that text? Uh, to the, the group chat. That's my boy. I Casa told y'all we grew weed together. Like, you, oh, yeah. Reposado. Uh, Reposado. Casa. Sure, whatever. Yeah, we oh, grew sure, weed whatever. together. Look All right, that. so that happened. Mm. And after that happened, you know, and, and think about what my thought process is on this, which is basically like me and academics have a relationship where, all right, he hit me up when my wife did the scene with the large African-American gentleman, Jason Love. Uh, wow. You haven't seen it? You didn't hear about this? I'm not interested. You're too disconnected from the You've world. Never heard about it. <laughs> That's the real shout out to DW Flame. Because <clears throat> this nigga said straight up, I'm not interested in your wife getting fucked by an African-American, brother. I'm just not. I'm not really. It's not my thing, bro. OK. going to pass on the conversation, dog. OK. Shout out to DW Flame. Shout out to Long Beach. Shout out to the West. But you can't spell West without the ES. His wife. 
I know. I heard about the from what I know. Just how. Not the reality really know what I know. show thing. I'm just talking about her doing the scene with the other guy. It was like mm, six months ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Wack or uh, uh, Ack hit me up. Everybody's names are too similar. Ack, right. Wack, Vlad. They all kind of sound like the same name, so I'm always fucking it up. Either way, Ack hits me up. He asked me, basically, like he goes, "Yo, it's your wife." And we've we've had back and forths, you know, in the past where we had beefs where we kind of my girl's name got brought involved or whatever. So it's like it's kind of a, a soft subject. But he basically made it clear to me, I won't joke around about that shit because it's your wife. And I told him, no, you got to you gotta make content about it because the whole point of us fucking doing this shit in the first place is to go viral, right? So I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to tell one of the... So, and once again, this is the thing about idiots, okay? This is once again, like, the curtain, you know the curtain call? Wrestling fans out there who know what the curtain call is, you know what the curtain call is. It's the end of kayfabe. It's the end of character development as we know it. Where at the end of a wrestling match, was this like the late 80s or early 90s? The end of a wrestling match, the bad guy who just got beaten by the good guy gets up and gives the bad guy a hug. The audience doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Two other wrestlers who was just beating the shit out of each other earlier comes out at the same fucking time, side by side, to embrace one another. As all of these wrestlers or certain wrestlers leave the company and all this shit. This is what this reminds me of. Stop talking about the organization of beefs that you have. It doesn't make sense. Why are you telling the audience that you told academics personally hey keep doing the content bro we need to get it we need to go viral you just exposed the entire operation <clears throat> these niggas is really doing some wwf 1994 activity this is like a 1994 episode of raw down the fucking drain just garbage and here i and here you go Adam 22, Lucifer 22, Satan 22, the California Lucifer, um, comes out of nowhere and goes, yeah, we had a conversation about this. Yeah, I told him, you know, he can he can continue to keep talking about my wife because, you know, we're trying to go viral. Like, you're giving away the secrets, dude. This is some real, like, behind. Imagine watching a TV show. Like, you watch a TV show. And you get into the TV show, you watching the shit weekly and you're going to watch the show. And instead of seeing the actual show, the characters, you see the real people living their real lives. It's like, wait, what is this? We want we want the fuck shit. We want the fuckery. But you're exposing the game and letting us know that all of the fuckery was just for views. This is stupid content creators in the space to not talk about a sh- some situation that is fucking viral no as fuck, right so then he he does like a whole play-by-play he watched the fucking porno tape and he's reacting to it on stream or whatever going crazy and so then when i get the dick picture sent to me my thought process is like me and agamemnon on good terms for the past couple years but i think if there's something that comes out and it's not 
some life or death shit. Mm. It's some shit that at the end of the day is some funny shit. Mm. Then we're going to make content. We're going to laugh about it. We're going to do fuck. it. He the, like, fuck. The same way that, you know. I. This is a major difference, though. And to an extent, I've already pointed out the weird business friendship that, or did I call it a business ship? It's a business ship between Adam 22 and academics, okay? But the major difference between you sending academics the flick of your wife getting fucked and telling your friend, hey, review the video. He gives his brutally honest opinion of it. You get offended. So when you got when you saw that picture, you thought back to that situation. And your passive aggressive mind state said, I'm going to get back at act with this one. Then he started hitting up whack like, hey, have you seen X, Y? Look, man, this is how shit goes. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it could still be primarily about content. Who's the most dominant? Who's the most popular content creator? I get it. But you're you're equating watermelons to avocados at this point, because once again, the difference is you sent academics a video of your wife getting fucked and telling him, hey, review this, man. Uh, Talk about this on the stream, whatever. And he did. All right. It wasn't like academics sent you the dick picture. It was obviously a woman sending you academics dick and you for whatever like weird reason because the nigga's weird all right the nigga's weird all right so he's weird all right he's white and weird all right white and weird and over whooping um you took it you just took it you know you took it to heart Right. Because like academics was right. You were mad about your wife getting bashed. But your wife's on camera getting thrashed. I'm black bars. You mad about your wife getting bashed by academics. While she's getting thrashed by BBC's. What the fuck is going on here? What is this about? Niggas is weird. Serious shit said about him in the past. Niggas is weird. Emotional damage. Crazy to me. Sounded like, you know, it could turn into a a legal situation. Niggas is weird. Joke about that. Mm. But then when we're talking about your girl or your ex-girl sending out your dick pictures. I mean, that, that, to me, that's just funny, right? Like, I'm not going to show the fucking dick pictures on the street or anything like that. That nigga said, ouch. We we, we do that. Act didn't hit me up. Ouch. He didn't say nothing about it, right? Because, like. I assume he was on the same page as me, where Fuck it, some funny shit happens, we're going to make some content about Fuck it, right? That. He hoping that you don't post that shit, Phil. I, think, I mean, he knows me well enough to know that I'm not going to go out there yeah. outing his fucking revenge porn. Respect. Like, that's Respect. Pretty, I, it could be the person I hate the most in the world, yeah. and if somebody sent me their fucking dick pics, I'm not going to go post the dick pics on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Number one, and this is my question. And this is why I had to pause this so much, because... On one end, it sounds like what he's saying makes sense, but here you are on your platform, which on, you know, usually usually heard by hundreds and thousands of people on average video. 
not even given um, the distance of time, given in how many weeks does it hit a million or how many weeks does an interview hit a hundred thousand. But still, you take it upon your own self to. You did you did what was worse. You were actually better off in some cases just leaking out the fucking video, uh, the, the picture. The reason why I'm saying this is because your reaction to it already ends, indicates that it's not a good picture. It's, a, it's not a, you know, you seen the picture, you studied the picture and you've talked about it for over 45 fucking minutes on a podcast. You made your point. You know what I mean? You made your point. But for a nigga like me, like I'm looking at that as weird because like who's going to look at a, a dick pic from your alleged friend and not only do you not tell him about what was going on, but you talked about it on a stream. Like that's just weird to me. That's weird. Some crazy shit from a legal standpoint. And number two, that's just weird. You know, I feel like right. I'm not going to be out here making moves like that. That's wild. But anyway, so we don't have a conversation about it or whatever. And then right. we did we do another episode of the Adam and Wax show. And we talked about it for like a couple minutes on there, but it wasn't really that bad. So to me, it's like this is kind of already water under the bridge. I'm sure that Hack and I are on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. Then yesterday, I get a, a DM from his, his girl or ex-girl, Shay. And she's messaging me sounding urgent as fuck. Like, she really is, like, hit me, like, call me now. And I, my first response is, no, I'm not calling you. What the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. you're crazy. Like, like you you don't even know. This, this bitch done wild shit to him. Like, really, really wild shit from mm-hmm. my conversation with him on the phone. That's the same woman, by the way. Just, just so y'all know, that is the same alleged woman that took half a million. Now, she allegedly gave it back, but that's not the point. It's the principle. Or last Even night. worse than the shit he put out there. I know shit now that's way crazier than everything that the public knows about the shit that this bitch put him through. But do you feel sorry for him? Do I feel sorry for him for dealing with this girl? Yes, absolutely. Any anybody who knew the details of this would feel sorry for him because what did she say? What type of name? It, it's not what she that? said. It's what she's done. He, he said, "Oh yeah, she does. She stole the half a million. She there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Brick Baby. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit." Shout out Brick Baby for the uh, for the assist there. Yeah, stole a half mil. Burnt bugging. He said <laughs> he, he said the cops have been to his crib like twenty times. Facts. Why do you keep this bitch in your house? Because you're a game at that point. I mean, the way he's talking about, I, I'll, I'll get to that. But so he love her. My bad. She tells me she wants to talk on the phone. The, the 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 urgency that she hit me in the DMs made me feel like. Oh shit! Like this, this sounds like a big deal. I gotta figure out what the fuck she's talking about. Mm-hmm. So I call her, first time I ever spoke to her, and immediately I get a vibe that I think would probably be pretty similar to what you would feel like, like if the Joker was real. Oh. Like I felt like I'm really kind of talking to someone who is capable of evil, conniving. Of, yes, like one of history's great evil dictators like this she might be comparable to like a hitler or a a joseph stalin or something like that that's that was just the energy that i was getting from this brief communication with her and she's doing this thing that i would compare to like when you go on a podcast and you're talking to somebody who's not really like a genuine 
communicator, like a person who actually wants to know what you think. Mm. Cause she's asking me like, she, she was basically telling me like, why did you and Wack have that conversation about those pictures? She's trying to tell me that the pictures are not a big deal. Those pictures have already been posted other places. I'm thinking in my head like, bitch, what the? This is the same woman that sent the pictures, guys. I want you to think how retarded that sounds. So, like, like that's retarded. <laughs> But we know how unstable a lot of these bitches are. You know what I mean? She was just mad at him and wanted some revenge. So she posts his dick pic out there. Adam22 gets the dick pic and reacts to it. She then proceeds to call Adam and ask him why did he share or why did he talk about the dick pic? Bitch, you sent it. Like, even if I'm not on, I don't believe anything that Adam did was necessary. But like I said, the passive aggressive spirit of Lucifer 22 did this to spite academics for what he has said about his wife. This is all now everything that Ak is saying so far when it comes to Adam 22 is indeed true. I can sense it. I can sense it. You talking about she's acting like you bringing it up. Yeah, like, she's acting like it's my fault for talking about it and not her fault for fucking sending it in the first place. And I'm thinking like, this is crazy. Like, how the fuck are you trying to Batman this situation, trying to come in here that's and, what and do. make shit cool, whatever? Like, like because as far as I was concerned, shit was cool. It was just yeah. jokes, whatever. But she's on the phone with me acting like he's super mad about it. Mm. And she's kind of advocating for me to hit him up, to talk about make it, it cool. to, to, to make it water under the bridge, whatever. And so I'm telling her, I go, listen, my perspective is that he's done content where he had laughs, he had jokes about situations me in my, my private dick. life, and he made content about it. And my perspective is, is that me getting this unrequested dick pic is basically the same thing where I'll make content about it. But if it's something more serious, you know, like he he had her say some shit about the cops going to his house, door getting kicked in, all this crazy shit. We didn't make content about that. I've, uh, you and Sharp, I think, might have discussed it a little bit on the pod or whatever. But I'm not joking around about that shit because that shit sounds super serious. When it comes to something like the dick pic, I'm feeling like this is something we can have a funny conversation about on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So she hears that and then is repeating it back to me, but reshaping what I'm saying. This is cold. To too. be what she wants me to be saying. So she's saying... Oh, so you're still hung up on the fact that he talked about Lena in the past and you're going to say anything to piss him oh, off? Oh, playing to game. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one to figure out. Because knowing that a woman's words were involved, <clears throat> I'm going to point out the deception right away. I'm going to point out the deception of this. <clears throat> if this was Adam 22's claim, I wouldn't say much about it. I wouldn't say I believe it or or don't believe it. But what academics said about him and how he still had issues with him before, but never addressed it, never addressed it to him. was kind of weird. Kind of weird. It's kind of weird. But 
now knowing that a woman's words is involved in this back and forth, it makes perfect sense. Nobody's going to understand what's really going on in the situation. I'm like, I'm talking, I'm like, that's not what I said. I'm saying that I feel like a standard had been established for how me and him are going to communicate, which is that... If it's some shit that's funny, you guys will make talk funny about content about dicks. it. If it's some shit that's life or death or like a serious criminal mm-hmm. situation, the same way if I had some big accusation dropped yet you tomorrow. Told that bitch to be. So the conversation lasts like five minutes, but I'm I'm kind of like getting the vibe from speaking to her. I'm like, oh, this did bitch he get is involved really with that other up. conversation about when they were trying to put your name in all the slander with? I don't like to bring up oh spilled milk, but did he ever run content on that about what the young lady? Uh, no, he actually, like, when that came up back in the day, he was, he was cool about it or whatever. And he hasn't really, like, uh, he, he hasn't really made content about that. He's just so like, this you know, is fair game. This, this, this to me, shit this, is fair game. I'll you, put, Lena, the, I'll wife, put dick pic jokes in the same bucket as, as Lena. Lena and Jason yeah, love sure. sex tape jokes, sure. you know? Cause it's like, it, it's, I think that's just touchy. He probably more <laughs> touch than you were now to think about it. But the, I could see but it. the dick pic, I didn't. Asked for the dick pic. The dick exactly. landed in my phone. Yeah. I'm laughing about it. I showed- yeah, see, that goes back. That really goes back to academics, though. So, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Because once again, and to know that there's rumors, not that I give a shit, but for the sake of a content creator who speaks so lowly on the red pill, he tends to be a huge simp. Academics. Huge simp. Sympodemics, man. Uh, that's absolutely embarrassing. To know that there's rumors that he's still with that ex-girl, that's crazy, bro. A woman that you've talked about. And see, nobody else would be talking about it unless you opened your mouth and talked about the situation first. So now it's like you giving people the ammunition. It's like you giving people the weapons to come after you. You giving them all the ammo, and they just reloading. So, although I still remain on Axe's side in this situation only because of the friendship or business ship aspect, when it comes to morals, I can't really, I can't really get down with either end. Because, for me, for somebody who's like, for anybody who would be like a biased supporter of either end of either party in this case like if you're just a dedicated no jumper fan then you'll just be a dedicated no jumper fan like that wouldn't be a you'll look at academics a situation and laugh at it understandable just like the people who are strictly academics fans when all the allegations about adam 22 was out there people laughed about it right This time around, I think both sides are laughable at this point. Even if you decide to take on academics aside and go, you know, Adam 22 is wrong for what he did, which he is in a lot of ways. If he's still dealing with the girl that sent Adam his dick pic, you're a moron. There's no getting there's no getting by that. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You can have as much money as you, in the world as you want. You see Will Smith? Look how much money that nigga has. 
Look what people think about him. He's a simp. He's a weakling. He's pathetic. All right. But people will be so busy chasing clout and money that any morals, any ethics, anything that they had previously, they're not even identical to that anymore. They lose track on everything that made them who they are. So when they lose everything, they lose their they, they, they almost lose their identity when they lose everything. Cause you put if you put your whole life into it, if you don't have anything else going on in your life, if this is all you have, then yeah, you know, it's gonna it's gonna sting bad to go nowhere. But if you have other things going on, if you have things to fall back on financially, if you have things to fall back on just on the activity level, you won't be too pressed on all the BS going on. Niggas like me, I just react to this shit because it's funny. But at the same time, situations like this is fucked up. Um, we're going to um, end this off for part one. Part two coming up. We're going to finish this. Uh, we're not even halfway through this. We're going to finish this um, this segment here from New Jumper in a little bit. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. All right. To be continued. Be right back. All right, part two, segment two, for this Thursday morning, it's about to be the afternoon in 15 minutes, it's uh, no longer 25 degrees Fahrenheit, it is now 32 degrees Fahrenheit and Central NJ, but let's get back into the chicanery, the nonsense, the fuckery, Um, no jumper, responding to Academics, dick pick. Nobody. Is crazy. And there, <laughs> there was part of me. But there was a part of me that didn't even want to mention the dick pick at all. I was just like, I'm just not even gonna say anything about this because I kind of felt bad immediately because it's like, you know, if if your psycho ex girlfriend hit me up and said a bunch of shit about you. And it's clear that she's telling me because like, she wants to get at you. Check right. your DMs. It's I'm, like four of them. That's, that's what real nigga shit right there. What you about to say right there is some yeah. real niggas. Yeah. If you notice that she's only doing that for a bullshit ass reason, mm. I, I I wouldn't Can't do it no only mind. because of that. Yeah. I wouldn't take it to the furthest. Ex- I think I think Adam is a lot smarter than a lot of people give him credit for, and this is why. There's a major difference between. When people are going back and forth, when it's one person versus another person with a couple of voices and a couple of people on on the side of one person, the argument is always going to seem more credible on the side of the people with the most uh, folks backing up the bullshit. When academics is going after a lot of people, he doesn't have people on stream with him. He usually doesn't. He's just usually going after a nigga by himself. And he said it on the stream. He was like, when you out here ready to attack, don't go after the people that that are close to me. Go after me directly. That's what academics said. I think Adam Adam's tactic is sort of the strength and numbers game where he'll do a stream and mention somebody with six, four to six more people on the panel. 
and they'll all just take turns talking about a person. Now, versus judgment from one person to another, Adam probably wouldn't have too much to say in response. So even though this is him responding, he's not even throwing this. He's just trying to have this more direct approach of telling you what's going on and what happened. Um, which, in my opinion, is smart, especially when you have two other people, two outspoken people who's trying to get their opinion out as well. Because your malice is all out of malice, yeah. bitch. And, and so I thought about not even saying anything about it. But the thing is, is that the first thing that I did when I got these dick pics is that I fucking left WAC 100 a voice note. Mm. Talking about it, and the world has heard it because Wack played it on the fucking podcast. But I broke it down to him because, in my mind, Wack has a history of potentially, allegedly, obtaining and owning people's sex tapes. And and just what do you do with wow. it? I've never really been in this position before where I had somebody's like you know intimate material that was just on my phone, and I didn't know what the fuck to do or what to think. So me and Wack talked about it on the podcast. Oh. We did, we made jokes about it. We, we 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 got down. We had a funny little segment about it, whatever. But either way, when I told her that shit on the phone, she immediately gets off the phone and starts telling him, Adam is real mad at you still about shit with Lena. And he and this is what she told him that's really crazy because this is so far removed from anything that I actually said. She said, Adam's going to come at you and anybody you fuck with because he wants to get back at you because of the Lena shit. Keep in mind, this Lena shit with him and her having issues or whatever, that's a million years ago. And also, she never even got involved in it at all. She don't even know about any time that me and him ever argued and her name came up. Mm. She basically doesn't even know about that because she's so far removed from the whole mm. urban podcast the reindeer de- that's game That's the devil. But yeah, I'm going to tell it's you like that. That's the devil. Any, exactly. girl, any uh, person who twists shit up like that and really have a mastermind plan with it at the end of the day just to make two niggas do... Mm. She trying to make a nigga stop fucking with you now to like, start back fucking with her type shit to make it seem like she on your side. Like she's like on now, now this is when <coughs> to some extent I would have to agree with them in this case. Because you would ask yourself, well, what's the ex bitch doing even texting Adam to begin with? Okay, she has ulterior motives. From the door, my nigga, like from the rip, she has ulterior motives. Easy to point out. Okay, what is those ulterior motives, right? Is she trying to throw Axe name into the mud, drag Axe name into the mud? In the beginning, some people would say, yeah, I would say um, you're sharing a sensitive dick pic of your ex-boyfriend to his business rivalries and, you know, uh, uh, competitors on the internet, competitors on YouTube and social media and these platforms. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds like somebody who has uh, ulterior motives. Now, once again, if this is false, then I'll be the first to apologize. But to know that Ack is not only listening to this bitch, but it's still in a relationship with the bitch. That's silly. And it seemed like something that a woman can do. 
in that position to where she has a guy like Act bugging, going out of control, spazzing out on niggas on lives. It's it's kind of it could be telling. This could be a revealing. I mean, this could this does has a lot of uh, points to this argument. Yeah, when it's really her fault. Flame, the bitch. She slithered. Follow cuz to every, or found cuz safe combinations and went and trimmed every safe for like 50, 60 bands at a time to where cuz didn't see it till his goofy ass went to go count his money up one day. Nice he said it was like, That's M, too nice. You and too, it was like too 550 nice. gone from up out of there. It was supposed to be an M. He said he, what he had like I five, said, I seven, four, nine, something. He said something. he had half a million tucked into socks, which also, that's some crazy shit because when she was on the phone with me, she's telling me all that shit was made up, which I... I don't know if I believe that. I don't it feels know more like like it's, I don't really see that as being on brand for him to just. I mean, lie but if you it. could trim him, he's a trick. But he's trying to. Yeah, yeah. See, but he says he got all the money up. back. Never. From, from, from who? From her? Yeah, you're never going to get all of it. You, you might get 90%. Not. You might get. <laughs> she going to spend some of it, right? You might not. She spent. A chunk of that shit the day she robbed you. Might she not. Chanel, Gucci, Louis, Before, whatever oh, she yeah. did. If my baby yeah. mama get mad enough, starting from the gas station all the way to where she going, my shit might go. Bing, boom, 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 boom. That's why you don't let everybody in your business. Uh. <laughs> no cap. But okay, so then he gets that response from her where she where she hits him up and tells him about this, that, and the other thing. And he gets on stream and he goes kind of crazy from what I heard. I only saw like 10 minutes of it, but he he's mad. He's pissed off at me. And I understand why, because he's hearing her tell this crazy ass version of it. And he's also just thinking, why the fuck would Adam get on the phone with why, my girl for fuck? any reason ever? And as soon as he said, because we talked last night for like an hour, as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, man, I really fucked up. Because even though I got on the phone with her, Thinking that she was just going to tell me some Shit crazy. Got on the phone. Yeah, it's why am I on the phone in the first place? Because he ain't place? supposed to be talking your bitch. And I just been talking about him on the podcast, and I didn't hit him up to give him fair warning, like I'm right. fucking Israel, being like, "Yo, we're about to drop some fucking bombs on y'all." I just didn't t- say anything to him. So the fact of me getting on the phone with her in the first place, it's gonna look weird. And the thing about me DMing with her, which we had never DM before this either, but the thing about me DMing with her is she can send the screenshots of the DM. She's probably not gonna fake DMs, right? Mm-hmm. So he can read the DM and see exactly what I said. As soon as I say one thing to her on the phone and she can say, this is what he said on the phone, mm-hmm. then shit is really gonna get twisted up and fucked up, right? So I don't really blame him for being pissed off about that. But as soon as I get on the phone with him, I start realizing that he's in a position where he doesn't really feel comfortable communicating about the relationship past or present with her because she's basically like at any given turn, at any moment, if he says anything about her, then she's going to go nuclear and she's going to fuck his shit up for days and shit, basically. So believable. Once again, I, I can't. Believable. By the end of the conversation, I started perceiving. Oh, she still got. She still got shit. Well, she's just pocket. like going crazy trying to fuck his his life up and shit. I've now, been there. I'm kind of realizing that he's not necessarily not like himself. Here, but he's uh, soft. I, I think it a lot of people on Reddit and in the comments and shit think that Act is just fully on board and just loving having all this drama he's with like the girl and everything. But I think it's really more like he has a terrorist in his life who's Fuck. kind of like, get like controlling that. everything and he doesn't feel like he can really like, get like speak that. publicly. So he's <laughs> trying to kind of go 
quietly and just sort of let her do her, her thing or whatever. But she it's, wasn't there for him from the gig because it's like a timer gets set. What up, Remo? It's like a timer gets set with him. Where as soon as I got Remo handing over yeah, some yeah, fucking liquor. That's a regular Jew. Yeah, that's a limit. Hey, hey, no. Cuz got it. I've been there before where it's like, fuck, I can't leave this but shit because you saw. He's he, he he a too much. She's not there off. for cuz. She didn't come there for cuz. Look at <laughs> this. Don't get me wrong. I got homies. <laughs> yeah, these Cali Crip. Yo, these Cali Crip niggas is weird, bro. Word up, man. These Cali Crip niggas is weird. All right. California niggas is crazy, bro. Are you following me? These California niggas is different, and they're weird, bro. You know what I mean? Niggas saying cuz every, every, every 10 fucking minutes. Are you following me? Every 10 seconds. Are you following me? Cooning. In all shapes, different sizes, player niggas, down to, they get all type of bitches, but cool. you know when a certain bitch ain't here. Okay. I have been in certain places where I know a bitch ain't here just for me. Okay. Cause you here for what's going on? Yeah, even though because she was because she was dealing with these type of niggas. Now she got me. She see I'm young, hot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I know why you here. You know what I'm saying? And but you gotta watch what you letting in your circle. Once I see you slithering, okay, I know how to move. I'm stumped down on this bitch though because yeah. bitch, you got me fucked up. You can't fight her. <laughs> niggas get put up top. For 500k, come on, man. You sound stupid. I don't give a fuck. I ain't saying it's I'm doing cool some, some go, cooning. 500k, cooning. 500k. I could go give 10 over here to see about you. <laughs> Listen, it, 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 it's like a whole lot of shit that he let her do, let her do, Nigger build Lord. up to this shit, yeah. and now he's she gonna mad. keep doing it. It's like, why are you letting her take? Soft dick pics. What's going on? What's going on, fam? You niggas better stop being uncomfortable around, or too comfortable around these females. That's the thing. You you can tell looking weird. Those pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to DW Flame, yo. That nigga funny as hell, bro. He said, y'all got to bring that back. He said, niggas, <laughs> looking weird. <laughs> oh, God, hold up. Hold up, yeah. This nigga fried, bro. Hold up. They're taking. Soft dick pics. What's going on? Where Let's is going home, fam? Like, where are you? You doing? niggas better stop being uncomfortable around. We are too comfortable around, around these females. That's the thing. Is you, you can tell. It looking weird. Those pictures were basically like, if I had to guess, it was her hitting them with like the uh, niggas with that. Don't look like, weird. I want to get some black men. Don't do quick. that though. Because it wasn't like the picture that you would want to take. If right. you actually were trying I, to get the dick picture, you. It, it, it seemed more like nigga would have would have been hard well, if I was trying to get it. Yeah, come on, he ain't even yeah. looking at the camera, oh, so it's like he doesn't even yeah, know or whatever. So that's, <laughs> that's crazy because that lets you know that she was preparing this. <laughs> yo, what do you? Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, they shaved. Yo, they saved all the shenanigans for the end. I thought Adam was going to keep it professional for this one, man, but it looked like it. he, he tried, bro. He tried. But these, the niggas that's with him is frying him. DW Flame, that nigga retarded. That nigga funny as hell. Yeah, this is fucking hilarious, dog. Like, 
Hey, in advance and getting ready to fucking have something to expose yeah, like, about. Just in case. She but probably took those. She, I, I think those photos are like old. They're like six months old, a year old. Naked though. Hey, it's do new. Whenever. But naked for the bitch. Hey, look, you won't get naked. You're so straight. You won't get naked. Hey, hey, let me tell you one thing. I, I just want. Hold on. Let me. I don't like to do. Matter of fact, search that you do not sell the internet. Motherfuckers ain't for you after that. But that's what I'm saying. Me personally, I don't even get. When I'm at home or I, you see me. Me in a room with my baby mama or anybody, I'll be like, like, hold on, cause if I'm moving around naked too long, I'm uncomfortable for like ten days. I'm saying, I'm saying, but like me and my baby mama, we had fun with bitches and all that, so nigga didn't have be uh, all type of ways. Before. Get cracking, but you gotta just watch. <laughs> you know, don't play with me like that. Yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not really bro, naked man. for very long. Don't play with me yeah, naked, you I'm naked like getting out of the shower. Uh, no, but he wasn't naked. He got a shirt on. He got his pants like pulled down a little bit. That's weirder. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So you over there like, you got to suck it? That's this weird. nigga said, yo, that nigga said, that's weirder. Yo, I'm through, bro. These niggas just shot out. <laughs> I got to admit. This shit was actually a little bit funnier than than academics, cause academics wasn't trying to make any jokes. He was he was serious. He was defending his name. These niggas was just laughing at the shit. The niggas that's on the like Brick Baby and DW Flame, they're just there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but in this situation, they don't make the situation better. <laughs> He said the nigga, he said, he said he had his clothes on. Nigga said, that's weirder. Niggas is sick, bro. (laughs) Niggas is fucking retarded, bro. Hold up. Niggas is fucking retarded. (laughs) That nigga said he had his clothes on, though. That's weirder. If I'm moving around naked too long, I'm uncomfortable. For like ten seconds, I'm saying, I'm saying, but <laughs> like me and my baby mom, we had fun with bitches and all that. So nigga didn't have be uh, all type of ways. Before. Get cracking. But you gotta just watch, even when she play or whatever. Don't play with me like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really oh, naked man. for very long. Don't play with me yeah, naked. You I'm naked like getting out of the shower. Yeah. No, but he wasn't naked. He got a shirt on. He got his pants like pulled down a little bit. That's weirder. Uh, <laughs> that's weirder. That's weird. And you saw and she take a picture of that. Yeah, How does that work? Freaky. That's well, it. I had to guess. Over they <laughs> and his pants were still down. That's how it. long ago. Why? Because like, a nigga said moments before. If I had to guess, no, me personally, I'm still as the tip is dick. It didn't look dry. It didn't look like wet and like lubricated. So I will say that it's still gonna be pussy juice, all type of shit on your dick. It's gonna be what? I'm still gonna be like, I'm still gonna be kind of right there. And you gonna be half chub. That's why I'm like, I'm still gonna be going. Or maybe hold on, hold on, but look, look, well, I don't know about this nigga dick. Yeah, my nigga. Yeah, I'm talking about myself. Weird, what bro. Up, what up? Uh, this I'm shit. I'm just saying that's a weird. This shit weird, bro. My nigga, this shit weird. All right. This knows shit. everything. He said that nigga's a yard mind. Yeah, but he's just he said that, that he's a yard mind. You can't tell that. me that 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 he got a little dickies from Jamaica. He got big mandingo. I said, man, what the fuck are you man? talking about? That's crazy. Uh, That's but, crazy that you're trying to get mad because yo, your fucking idol. 
got caught slipping with a soft one, and you saying that he's but a Flacco hasn't dog. even seen it. I, I didn't care. show nobody besides Remo he's, and my girl. He's a beat rider. So yeah. I told him, I said, Flacco, you ride dick. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, dude? like, we, we had a long conversation about last night. And, I, you know, I could accept that I did something fucked up by even hopping on the phone with her because why would I ever have a conversation with her before I had a conversation with him when it comes to something like this? And he he acknowledged that he wasn't bent out of shape about the fact that me and Wag had the conversation because like because that that was what I was concerned about at first. I was like, so is this a situation where it's like one set of rules for me and another set of rules for thee? Like you can joke around about shit that's going on in my private life, but I can't joke around about shit that's going on with your private life, even when both situations are clearly like very comical in nature. That was the shit that I was temporarily kind of upset about. But once I talked to him, I realized that he wasn't even planning on saying nothing about the fact that me and Wackett had that conversation or whatever. He just got bent out of shape from talking to her about it. I so think he would want to let that die down, though, right? Huh? I, w- I would want it to die down if I was him. What, there's just a dick pic? I wouldn't speak on it either because I would want it to die down because yeah. everybody would go watch. Look, see. But all right, I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. Ak is in a weird position, and from talking to him last night, I realized that he gets this, where you get to a point where the fans basically decide that they want to be the ones steering the ship, where maybe you want to make content where you come in here and you talk about rap albums, or you want to talk about whatever the fuck's going on, yada, yada, and then all of a sudden... The fans want you to talk about drama with your girl or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But to be fair, y'all are the people that come up with that argument. Y'all come up with these personal conversations. But if you choose to talk about that shit and somebody responds to it and has their opinion on it, are you really going to get mad at them and tell them that, you're invasive or these people are invasive when you're the one that's talking about personal information. If I was going here and talk about my relationships, which I had, but I haven't done it personal. I haven't put anybody's names in it. But if I was to put somebody's names in it and people would speak out to defend the people that I talked about, should I really be mad about it when I'm the one that put the information out to begin with? Now, this is the thing with certain content creators, streamers, people who stream for three to four hours at a time. What ends up happening is, you know, sometimes there's not really a lot to talk about in the subjects you talk about. And sometimes the questions of, you know, how's this and that. And a lot of people choose to get personal. You know, they choose to talk about their personal lives and things that they got going on outside of their content. And what tends to happen, someone gets offended or not even offended. Someone gets personal and the person who put out the personal information gets offended by it. And then attacks the people for reacting to the things he's going on, the things that he got going on in his personal life. Now, a lot of people can go, people that stream game streams, they don't really talk about much of their personal life. Um, They talk about video games and things that's connected to video games. The people who get into like personal conversations or, you know, things 
especially somebody who kind of grew up creating content and kind of blew up a long time in the same time of them growing up. Not saying academics are Adam 22, like more of like a a game streamer, somebody who's been streaming since they were 14. And then now, you know, they're 23, still fucking streaming and still making money and shit like that. You know, it's an experience to where they seen that person specifically play video games for 10 plus years. All right. Now, in a situation with content, someone who made content for less will probably have less of the experience, right? Maybe less of the enthusiasm to an extent, or maybe they have more of an enthusiasm. I don't think that really makes or breaks somebody, but when you reach a point to where you have to put personal information out, and I feel that Adam 22 is a victim of that. (coughs) I think the TV show or whatever show he had about guys competing to sleep with his wife was just one of those like low points. And I think a lot of people, in my opinion, a lot of people sort of dropped out from the from the channel as a whole because they're looking for, you know, the next coming, you know, the next up and coming hip hop artist or, you know, an interview with, you know, this new rapper from L.A. or this new rapper from out in Englewood. You know what I mean? Or this new rapper from, um, you know what I mean? EI. Or is it the IE? Inland Empire. You know what I'm saying? They, they're looking for that. They're not looking for the porn shit. You know, I always thought the porn shit, you know, not to, not to sound like super conservative. I just always thought it was just in poor taste um, when it comes to incorporating that into hip hop. You know, because most of these bitches in hip hop already sluts. We don't need more of them. If I'm to be perfectly honest, I'm just saying. But from his perspective, I seen he uploaded earlier today or last night, he uploaded a clip of him talking about uh, Gotti's guy, uh, Big Juke or whatever, getting getting killed. Realistically, that's the kind of shit that would probably do well on his page is him having conversations about some hip hop shit. Having conversations about your girl, especially in a situation like this where it's not like it's some famous girl, it's just this random girl that maybe maybe the academics Reddit really, really cares about it. Maybe the No Jumper Reddit is hyped up about it, but it's not really like the con- the content that he's necessarily going to make if he wants to make popular. I want to just address something. And trust me, I'm one of the people that can address this. Throughout the years, I've seen Reddit kind of go from being decent, credible to an extent, to just being a cesspool. Where it's like any nerd, any jabroni with nothing going on in his life, face full of pimples, no level of self-esteem whatsoever. Anytime when these motherfuckers get onto a computer, they initiate, they get initiated to the Keyboard Warrior Academy, and they're just like the hardest niggas behind a keyboard. They can create their favorite television show, their very, uh, their favorite podcast, Reddit, 
And if somebody watches the podcast, they simply join the Reddit. From like what women would consider to be misogyny to just outright misandry where women just talk about we don't need men um, abort male babies, abort uh, boys, all types of crazy shit is on Reddit at one time. Then the PC culture came and then everything got wiped out. Clean slate, damn near. So now it's sort of like this like Nazi Germany type of uh, type of experience where everything you're saying is closely like guarded. Like you can't even call a bitch a hoe on YouTube anymore. Well, yeah, you can't even call a bitch a hoe on YouTube anymore. A bitch being a hoe, you can't call her a hoe because they'll try to take your shit down. Ain't that a bitch? You can't even point out a bitch being a hoe, but she can point out you being a bum. They're not going to tell her to take the fucking post down or you calling a man a bum. But you call a bitch a hoe, they're going to they gonna take your shit down. You call you call one of these hoes a bitch, they're going to take your shit down. Can't call a hoe a bitch, you can't call a bitch a hoe. Shit is despicable. Out of pocket. Content, you know? So I understand where he's coming from, that the fans might want him to talk about that shit every night. He's not the one who... The reality of it is, and I'm just going to leave it where it's at because it's already at 25 minutes and 30 seconds on a 25-minute clip or 24 minutes and 30 seconds on a 25-minute clip. Although Ack may feel that way, and maybe he does. A person like me... I really can't be on no pity shit <clears throat> with anybody. With a man like academics, but he's not, he's young in the sense of where he's at financially. Like he's young, but in the sense of common sense and knowing who to have around you and who not, who to have in your house and who not, not a good look. Not a good look. In the back and forth with Adam 22, I don't really see it going anywhere. I don't think it's going to be a back and forth situation. Not that I would care if it was. I mean, it might have been some content, something to go over. But it was just something weird about the situation in terms of people talking about now how um, academics is still with the woman. And that would put him on a low level a high level on the um, high high simp tier, S tier for simp. Academics S tier for simp. That's sick. Bitch took half a mil. You got it back allegedly, but she took half a mil, my nigga. You took her back. Yeah, my nigga, you weird. That's weird, bro. That's weird. No other way to put it. Yeah, that's fucking weird. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Um, yeah, we're gonna move on because that that's fucking weird. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Should we go over this Donald Trump shit? Let's go over Jimmy Dore. Shout out to Jimmy Dore. He what? 
He what? Um, where's this clip at? Very unorganized episode. I'm ready for this week to be done, man. I'm ready for this week to be done and over with. It's just been one of those weeks. Um, okay, I was about to say, I don't know where the fuck this clip is at, but it's somewhere here and I found it. Um, the clip here is called, quote, the world will end if Trump is elected, end quote, live from Two Roads Theater. Shout out to Jimmy Dore. He white. Okay. He white. He a white man. All right. Um, yeah, you know, these, these wild, retarded degenerate Democrats at this point are uh, reaching the level and reaching the point of no return where Trump has to be the mustache man. He has to be like they can't they can't sleep another minute without looking at Trump as the new mustache man. Who am I talking about? Mustache man talking about Adolf Hitler. Okay. This is how YouTube calls Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler, without offending, sensitive, whiny, complaining, degenerates, okay? And, uh, you know, they have to connect him to Mussolini. They have to connect him to um, authoritarians, even though, you know, the Democrats who are at this point First, I would say 2020, the outright cheated the election. I think this time they're going to cheat the the supporters by taking them off the ballots. That's what I think they're going to try to do Um, this time around. Is it going to work? I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Somebody put together this. I'm going to play this video. I'm going to try to play it through all the way without stopping. And then we'll play it. No way. I know. (laughs) Then we'll try to, I'll come back and then we'll start and stop it and make fun of it. Because you you can't, anyway, let's just watch it. Here we go. Would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president, um, it, it, because if he is... You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Oh, my Mexico, God. Mexico, Canada. We oh. can't go to Canada, because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him using martial... Yo, these niggas really, they really on this Trump is Hitler shit. I was just joking around. I was just joking. Yo, these white liberals are out of pocket. They're out of fucking pocket. This is too much. This is just too much now. Now y'all taking this too far. He said this nigga's trying to be the next Fuhrer, right? The Fuhrer, right? And have he'll have all the people doing the salute, the Nazi salute, when he walks into the room. That is fucking childish. Like, that's the most childish shit I've heard an adult say 
my entire fucking life. Like, it's illogical and it's childish. Law against the American people. Germinate the Constitution. Rewrite the Constitution. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone <laughs> into Gitmo. Might be sent to jail or their rights might be suppressed. Oh, okay. Especially minority groups in society. Oh, 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 oh. The blacks. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Any number of things happen to you and your family. Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops um, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well armed. and Okay, Trump is that guy, man. Hold up. I got to get Trump on here. Hold up. We will eliminate you. We will eliminate you. We will eliminate you. All right. What about the blacks? An African-American experience. Miss <laughs> base. We're going to try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. He will oh. unravel the institutions of our democracy. Good. similarities Good. between Mussolini and Hitler. Oh. Adolf Hitler and Benito. See, Benito Mussolini, Adolf Hitler... Come on, bro. This shit here is out of pocket. This is out of order, man. This is really like foul play. Pause. This is this is this is this is really flat. This is really some flagrant foul play going on. Wild weird. These guys are psychopaths. There's no other like yo. Like imagine like Imagine a parallel universe where people like Martin Luther King are vilified by black people. Black people despise a person like Martin Luther King. For what reason? Who knows? But this is a parallel universe, right? People like Malcolm X are considered terrorists. In this parallel universe. But all these other guys who are on the opposite end, opposite end of the aisle, opposite end politically, socially, financially, everything opposite. These guys have everything taken care of. You know, they don't got to worry about, you know, like I said before, these limousine liberals don't got to worry about putting gas in the car. Are you following me? They don't got to worry about that. Um, you know, they don't got to worry about getting groceries. They don't got to worry about uh, what they're going to eat tonight. How they're going to get here and back. They got people driving for them. These are celebrities trying to tell you what person you should vote for and why Trump is Mussolini and Hitler. I mean, we really got to sit back and analyze this before the election comes up. That's all I'm asking. Just take a second back and think, why are they after out of all people in this world, Donald Trump. Hmm. It's a weird question, right? Because when you see anybody close to being on the list that Trump is on, it's like, damn, let me know who's who would be that person. You notice how they stopped dealing with uh, 
Robert F. Kennedy. Once Robert F. Kennedy announced himself as an independent, they left that nigga alone because they knew he wasn't going to be a threat. He would only be he's just as a threat to Biden supporters as at this point he is to Trump supporters. Very little people are going to side with Robert F. Kennedy over Trump. But a lot of people are going to side with Robert F. Kennedy over Biden. That's a that's an that's a very important factor to mention in this election. It's not just the Republicans and the Democrats. It's how much of the people who no longer deal with Biden, who don't want to deal with Trump, but for for the sake of voting, will put their vote to Robert F. Kennedy. And if all those votes that were supposed to go to Trump goes to Robert F. Kennedy, then that he'll just play a sponge. He'll suck up all the unwanted, unwanted votes of Trump in return and not voting for Biden. If you guys understand what I'm trying to say. So who knows? I mean, this is this is a whole lot of fuckery. It's a whole lot of nonsense to get into. I mean, this is only the beginning. Jesus. Makes Donald Trump even more dangerous. Wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. The end of democracy. I think that could be the end of our democracy. Democracy is dead if Trump is reelected. Posey up to Putin that democracy will be at risk. The absolute. And you know, I always bring this up and I always point this out. These are different platforms. I want you guys to remember these are different mainstream media platforms. When are you guys going to stop taking these people serious? They all have the same narrative. They all have the same talking points. They're damn near reading the same script. I mean, these cocksuckers don't even try to change shit up to make the shit sound different. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Can y'all at least be better at lying to people? What the fuck? This is all like, what are we doing? This is this is Saturday Night Live. Matter of fact, I won't even give him that much. This is a bootleg mad TV sketch. This is a bootleg mad TV sketch. That's what this shit is. I mean, what the fuck? Y'all remember back 2016, right? Y'all remember y'all saw y'all heard the video, right? Where I talked about the throwback, how all these liberals were whining and complaining about 2016, like, oh, man, you know, Hillary's going to win and, you know, Trump's never going to be president. Trump can never be president. Obama said it a few times. He had to eat those words. That was bad. That that couldn't have taste good for him. That couldn't have taste good for him. Pause. Because you said that Trump would never be president just like everybody else. Until the nigga became president, and then, yeah, it wasn't good, man. Them niggas was taking L's. They took, they, took, they took a severe L that night, and hopefully the same thing will come 2024, right? Hopefully the same will come, come 2024, okay? But seriously, listen to these people. Do they sound believable to y'all? Do y'all really believe this? This is the question I ask y'all. Do y'all really believe this shit? Like, do like seriously, do you guys believe any of what these people are saying about Donald Trump, Mussolini, Adolf Hitler, dictator? All right, capitalists. Okay, there's worse than a capitalist, right? You also got. Communism. I mean, come on. 
this country's common sense would depict. Look, and I'm just giving y'all just like how I see the country. Common sense in this country would always be to pick capitalism over communism because communism doesn't belong in the United States of America. We don't get down like that. Get, take that shit over there to wherever the fuck that shit is at. Right? For some weird reason, this the youth, I think, a lot of the youth, has this fascination with... Um, you know, they just have this fascination with the revolution and, and a revolution of some sorts. And we need to be the revolt and we need to be, you know, the exception of the rule. But they used failed. They used failed techniques from failed groups like communists. And what do I mean by failed? Well, name me one successful um, communist country that supposedly evenly divides its wealth and money to everybody without there being any form of dictatorship. Answer that. Name me one country in which it was led by communism. To where everything was taken care of, everybody was handed a fair share, and there wasn't a shadow government or somebody at the top collecting all of the money at the end. Let me know. Last time I checked, communism never worked. Different parts of the country, you can look. Some people will say, well, the Democrats are no different than socialists. Uh, the progressives are pretty much communists at this point. So for them, it's kind of like anything goes like, yeah, we'll let all these people in. They know who they're taxing. I'll just leave it at that. They know who's going to get the brunt of all that. You see what I mean? They know who's going to get. Who's going to catch most of. The shrapnel from this shit, Right. And it's the blacks. <clears throat> and I said it before, and I still believe it, that this is all happening because of this sort of last minute to some, but people like me who's kind of been pointing this out, this sort of inevitable shift that a lot of black men, a lot of black males would have from not just liberal to Democrat, but in this case, um, in terms for voting from Biden to Trump. So while this shit is taking place and while people are noticing like, hey, these are the same, like, like think about it like this. These are the same people who are up in arms about all this police brutality, who are all up in arms about what was going on with um, George Floyd? What was going on with Trayvon Martin? What was going on with BLM? What was going on with Antifa? What was going on with Trump, who somehow was looked at as the person responsible for everything, to now realizing, wait, Biden's responsible for everything going on now. Look, I'll just use the same logic they they use, right? So 
With that being said, the, the inflation, that's the Biden administration's fault. Okay. Um, the problem that was not settled with Ukraine and Russia, that's Biden's fault, right? Um, the way that Biden is handling the situation with Israel and Palestine now, it's a Biden problem now, right? So I can blame Biden for a lot of things the way that, you know, the Democrats blame Trump. But the difference is I wouldn't have to be petty with what I'm saying. I'm saying facts like this nigga's corrupted and y'all allowed a corrupted president to get in office. But the person that you don't like, you'll view him as corrupted. And then the involvement with the Ukraine from day one. Um, the behind the scenes dirty work with China that's allegedly took in place just to protect my name. Um, people don't want to talk about that laptop from hell. Anybody What's that, right? Um, Hunter Biden's, a crack smoking. Y'all don't want to talk about that either. Oh, okay, cool. Destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. The Justice Department could be entirely transformed. I am really concerned about that. Every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration. <laughs> He's reelected. He will curb transgender rights. The end of the rule of law. Arrest political opponents to persecute, not prosecute, but persecute. Is that that right there has got to be the most comical thing? That was said this entire time. Arrest political opponents. You mean the same political opponents that's indicted a former president four fucking times? Stop it. Take that shit somewhere else. Yo, that's just blatant retardation. Like, how can you even say that about him when you're doing the same thing to him? That's wild. That's wild. Take a wrecking ball to the rule of law. He's going to make the law. Everyone else will have to follow. Vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. To go after. I'll be proud of it. And free parts of American civic life. He would tear down our institutions. Purge the government of employees. Department by department effort to weaponize the powers of the government. To use the military to quash protests. Reading the government of all democratic safeguards. Junking American democracy as we have always <laughs> known it. That he would try to stay in office beyond a second term. That he would never leave office. There's no question. Trump is reelected. He won't leave. Donald Trump will never leave office voluntarily. And what that means is that everybody who wants us to remain a republic has to put every other thing aside and together urgently right now to stop that from happening. Wow. I, uh, that's like the modern day reefer madness, right? It's, 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 it's going to cost have us one move. What's that? Have one move reefer madness for every single topic. That's it. All right. So let's watch it now. We'll stop and start it and we'll talk about it. Because just think how scary this would be if we actually lived in a democracy. Anyway. Would a second Donald Trump term look like? Well, he cannot be the next president. And, and she should know her dad runs the entire deep state from his underground lair. Okay. 
um, it, it, because if he is... You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. Mexico, Canada, we can't go to Canada because eventually Canada will become annexed to America. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wouldn't that make it easier to go to Canada? Is he just going to annex Mar-a-Lago to Canada? Like, they give him these superpowers that he, he couldn't fucking do anything in his first term, but he's going to, somehow he's going to turn into Batman, Superman, and Aquaman and have all these powers. It's, all right, here we go. Shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. And you know, you know Bill Clinton's going, fuck, I didn't know I could have done that. By the way, I'm all for having David Frum deported back to Canada. Okay. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't. By the way, if he does shoot the first lady, will the first lady have to apologize to him, just like the guy that Dick Cheney shot in the face? Remember that? Dick Cheney shot his friend in the face. Did his face apolog- His friend apologized. Sorry, you shot me in the face. Sorry, get in front of your bullets. My face does look like a quail. You know what, Jimmy? I think it's weird that she poses to look like the poster beside her. That's so weird. All right. I know you don't know this reference, but that looks like Miranda Sings on YouTube. Do not know that reference. Well, give it a goog. Even a seat. So I like how she's going to, she does that this thing with her lips at the end to like let you know she even, even she thinks she's bullshitting. Watch this. That's what Miranda Sings does. Oh, really? Okay, here we go. The likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Wah, wah. She's just missing a ukulele. That's the only thing she's missing. She's gonna see, we're going to see violence like we didn't even see on January 6th. You mean more more FBI agents are going to be violent than they were on January 6th? It's illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer, and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Using martial law against the American people. Terminate the Constitution. To rewrite the Constitution. What's he gonna what's he gonna do? Add more free speech and gun rights? What do you <laughs> Okay, here we go. Create mass internment camps, throw everyone into Gitmo. Everyone? <laughs> Will everyone fit into Gitmo? Everyone. Everyone. Gitmo? That sounds like one of those gremlins, right? Is that what the thing was called? Gitmo? Isn't it, isn't it funny, Sam, that nobody goes, oh, yeah, that's right. We're running Gitmo. Yeah. <laughs> We're running a torture facility in someone else's country. Like, that's not fucked up. It lasted longer than Radio Shack. <laughs> like, everybody at MSNBC is okay. Oh, Gitmo? Oh, yeah, we love Gitmo. <laughs> Wasn't Obama going to shut that down? Uh, he was. A, yeah, he said he was going to shut it down. And never did? No. Hey, he was going to protect Roe v. Wade, too. A lot of, a lot of stuff. He's going to do. He's going to give us all health care, too. Remember that? He's going to give us health care and rain in the banks and make it every blah, blah, blah. And uh, there you go. And to jail or their rights might be suppressed, especially minority groups in society. You might have any number. That- you know, the irony is 
Donald Trump, for all the stuff they call him as a he actually, he was the one who let black people out of prison. And that's a fact. The fucking prison reform. Yeah, I mean, like, yo. <laughs> Shit like that, that's what bothers me the most. And you know what's really bad? It was really bad when it took Kodak Black to get let out for black people to go, oh, shit. Oh, Trump's the one responsible for that, bro? Damn, bro. Damn, that's crazy. Wonder why he did that for. Niggas is burnt, man. Niggas is bugged out, man. Let's face it. Niggas is bugged the fuck out, man. But it's just ironic that Joe Biden is the reason why black and brown people are locked up at much higher rates than Thank white you. people are. And Donald Trump actually did something to correct that. And they still make it out like Donald Trump's the fucking asshole. Thank you. Because what else are they going to do? They're not going to actually do anything for people to get them to vote for them. They just have to keep doing this. Okay. Mel Harris locked up more black people in the state of California than anybody in the history of the state. Bingo. She Camille? What's her name? Kamala. <laughs> okay, Kamala, the Ugandan giant, whatever. Who's Camille? But, but the whole point is that she locked up Rudy. more people. So, and she hid evidence for a guy that was on death row. Yeah. So he, she knew he was innocent. She let him sit there. So wow. it's like unbelievable. To me. And you know what she said? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 That's foul. What's happened to you and your family? Every one of us, our freedom, our liberty, none of us is safe. It's going to have people around him executing against an enemy's list. Generals. He's going to assassinate generals. Oh, no, not the generals. I love them so much. What a tragedy that would be. We have way, by the way, we have way too many generals. Are you talking about Lloyd Austin, the one who looks like Beetlejuice from the Stern Show? <laughs> yes, I'm talking about that. A lot of references nobody gets. <laughs> Ordering troops um, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. First of all, they weren't well-armed on January We'll try to 6th, kill people. Right? All they did was show up with their own shit. They were like monkeys at the zoo. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Does he mean Viking horns? <laughs> Does he mean pajama bottoms and Viking helmets? Uh, yeah, I think that's what he means. Going to basically burn the house down. He will unravel the institutions of our democracy. Yep. Lots of similarities Good. between Mussolini and Hitler. Oh, okay. Uh, Hitler and Benito Mussolini. Oh. Donald Trump even more dangerous. He wants to take away your vote. Senate and the House are immediately going to be paralyzed. People will begin in their minds to censor themselves. They might say, well, maybe I shouldn't say this. This is the end of democracy. Yeah. I think that could be the end of our democracy. But democracy is dead if Trump is reelected. Good. 
that democracy will be at risk. The absolute destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. The Justice Department could be entirely transformed. I am really concerned about that. Every person who was associated with the attempted coup elevated in the administration. He's reelected. He will curb transgender rights and the rule of law. Arrest political opponents to persecute, not prosecute, but persecute his enemies. Take a like, like that's exactly what they're doing to him right now. And Thank it, you. It doesn't like this, but uh, he. That's that's what doesn't make sense to me. It's almost like they want you to believe that the things that are happening to Trump is all you know. It's coincidental. You know, it's not a personal attack. This isn't trying to prevent Trump from running 2024 because of the obvious victory that would possibly take place. Not even possibly. At this point, it would be about the witch hunt that they have against Trump. And if they can get Trump somehow off of these ballots and out of the election. But the reality of it is it will be too late because by that time he, he would already have won. He's already he's he's already going in primary pretty much as a Republican. That's it. But that's just like foul, man. Like, how could they even say that? He's gonna um, he's gonna do a a comb over like me. That's like. I hope he slaps their designer glasses off their face. I've never seen you know so many designer glasses I wanted to see fly off a face. They really want to scare us. They keep saying, you know, uh, Joseph Stalin, Benito Mussolini, Adolf Hitler, Saddam. You know, uh, Fuhrer Donald sounds more like a children's book. <laughs> and, I mean, if they're that scared of Donald Trump, he must really have some shit on them. It's always like, it's always, they always get their hands on a woman who's just like really not funny, like at all. Like, it's not funny. They always find one of them, right? It's like they find them at the bar the night before. They claim to have jokes. They claim to be funny. And they're not. They're just not funny. It's bad. Or something, right? And what this really is, it's like, not that Donald Trump, when he gets elected, is going to do anybody any fucking favors, right? It's not, it's not going to do slightly less favors, and we can't have that. <laughs> this is, it's like, it's like, this is like a mob war, really. This is what this is. It's all organized crime. Just, the Trump represents like the, the New York State real estate crime organization that wants to come into Washington and take over the purse strings and hand out all the contracts compared to the George Bush death call that's been running everything since the assassination of JFK. That's who's been in charge forever. Trump is just another organization. They work together when it, when it helps both of them, and then they go to war when, it, when one of their guys wants to get the contract over the other group. That's all it is. It's one, hey. one yeah, go ahead. It's one. That you- I, I think it's they try to simplify it to kind of just sound smart, but I think it's more complicated than that. I don't think you guys realize that Trump's not a politician. So when you say he's in this space or he's in this group, he's not in any group. He's barely taken serious by his own people as a Republican. Let's be honest. Trump is the anomaly. 
it's the other people. It's the George W. Bushes. It's the Bill Clintons. It's these type of people who kind of set up by design, business as usual. We'll say a lot of things and we'll do little or do less of the things. And that's kind of how the game is played. When you have somebody like Trump, who they can only try to get locked up, they can't control him. Unlike these other political opponents, they're easily manipulated and easily controlled. I don't think Trump's that easy to control and manipulate. Just my assumption, though, which I think this is why they're having a harder time trying to get uh, Trump jammed up. And the more they try and fail at getting Trump jammed up, the more supporters that Trump ends up getting. Because then the people say, "Okay, now we get it. We know why they're going after this person. We understand. And he's not the big, bad white boogeyman. He's actually just a better political option, a better presidential candidate than Joe Biden. It's my opinion. King taking over for another evil king. 100%. Come on. Those guys jerk guys off at Yale for nothing. (laughs) I jerked off all these guys. I'm not even going to get my levers of power. Just I'm a bull elite dick. I just like the guy who said that, you know, if Trump gets elected, we're going to we're going to have to start censoring ourselves. (laughs) Like, as opposed to the government censoring all of us, I... I'll yeah. take the censoring ourselves. Yeah, as opposed Yeah, it's like these people they constantly contradicted themselves. And maybe and I know it's the case of they don't think that we know. Like they don't think we understand that you're talking about Trump being a dictator or Trump trying to lock up his political opponents, but that's literally what the Biden administration and the Department of Justice is doing. There's no other way to explain it. So it's kind of weird. It's like it, it makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense for them to say that. And talking about censoring and censorship and hey, fact checkers now. We got fact checkers back in a major way, promoting propaganda, but protecting but going against those who are actually putting real information out. And it's like, you don't see the faces of these fact uh, checkers. You don't know the credentials of these fact checkers. You don't know the validity of these fact checkers. They can all just be AI. Nobody knows, but they're present censor ourselves we're already censoring each other what do you think cancer culture is i said cancer cancel what do you think cancel culture is do you think the government were the ones to come up with that or do you think it's just some butthurt offended people if you guess latter you're correct We started censoring ourselves. I bring this up a lot. Guys like Anthony Cumia bring this up a lot. Uh, Guys like Joe Rogan bring this up a few times in the past where we at a point, we feared the inevitable and the inevitable would be 
Big Brother or this surveillance society that we have, this surveillance society where there's a hidden camera in every corner or there's a hidden camera or a net of hidden cameras around the city. And for people that think that that's weird and that's crazy, what the fuck do you think Google Earth is fucking based off of? You see what I'm saying? Like, there's some type of satellite or some type of camera system that captures the world in real time, in live view. You think that's just like, come on. You think that's just animation? Like, yeah. We fear things like Big Brother and people spying on us and people taking our information and doing what they want. And people scamming one another and shit like that. But not realizing that as technology got more advanced, we've got more dumber. So we've became the big brother of another person. Um, If someone says something offensive, you're going to report them. Oh, I'm going to report this person. You're cancel culture. You're participating in it. Rather than you saying, hey. That's fucked up, but maybe I should just listen to something else. This isn't for me. You would rather participate in trying to silence and discredit somebody. Just because you don't like the person or you don't like what the person said. Oh, that rubbed you the wrong way. Uh, Go seek therapy. Get the fuck out of here. That's why I can't. See, because... I'm going to tell y'all, like, in the beginning of all this shit, well, not really all of this, but in the in the past, in, like, the 50s and 60s, it was the liberals, believe it or not, at one point who had more sense in terms of, you know, doing things and saying things on their mind and not really worrying about those on the right at that time who was Bible thumping and who was really about censorship and this and that. Have the tides turned today, people? The tides have turned today. What do I mean by that? Well, the censorship now, I mean, you can pretty much say the fight for free speech only comes from the right because the left says the same thing, but they tend to move the goalposts or they love free speech, but they also love to define free speech in their way. We're a free speech to some extent, I'm not going to say fully, but to some extent involves hate speech or what people would consider hate speech. But then again, what's hate speech? What's freedom of speech when you have hate speech? Of course, you are free to say what you say, but you are almost certain to face some level of consequences for what you say. Right? So... This weird, this sort of weird, like, off and on effect that the liberals have, where in one moment they want to be tolerant and they want to have open arms, but then the next minute they also want to antagonize the opposition so they say something offensive so they can react and so that they can just act upon it however they want. They antagonize. It's like with a lot of people who are against the LGB and all that shit, they're not against them because they're gay. That has almost nothing to do with it. It's this ability 
and this freedom that they believe they have to go out there and just project their hate towards you um, or tell you that you have to support them or you're homophobic. And people, realistically, in terms of like me being called homophobic, I don't give a fuck what people call me. That doesn't bother me. I would be more I would be more bothered if somebody called me a racist than call me a homophobic. You know what I mean? Cuz I know how I know how this game works in terms of like people trying to censor somebody or you said something wrong and that offends me, so this is what I'll do to you and the next thing you know, you wake up the next day, your channel your channel's been taken down for a certain period of time. Maybe just on Facebook. Hey, your Facebook's been, you've been signed off. So, you know, when you go on Facebook, like when you get blocked or when you get banned, they instantly sign you off. So when you go back, when, like when you open up Facebook the next day, it'll sign you off. That's kind of like a warning sign right there. You already know it's coming. Warning sign. Like soon as you go on, like, yo, as soon as you go on Facebook and they say you've been sold, you, you have been, um, uh, you have been logged out. You should already know what it's hitting for. Once it loads up, it's going to give you a notification like, hey, um, now nah, you got to log back in first. And then that's when they give you the notification. And like, hey, you've been you've been banned for like 30 days for X, Y and Z. Real, real corny shit. But this is the censorship. And the censorship now, I think because of AI and because of things like that, it's going to be a lot swifter. Where in the past, like I've always been one of those people to kind of like pay attention to how AI has been coming. Even from the days of like the self-checkout, I talked about how that was a big deal because these companies would save a lot of money on hiring um, staff, cash cashiers. In which cashiers are the worst people to deal with at any place you go to, right? So with these self-checkouts, this was like the beginning, right? And then eventually you'll have... <coughs> you'll have machines that could be remote controlled. I'm giving you all the future. I'm really giving you all the future right now. So pay attention, right? So... We're talking about just a grocery store or uh, a Walmart, right? Or where else has self-checkouts? Other places have them too. But let's let's just make it on sort of a, a macrocosm level, right? You have warehouses now in the near future where these machines that grab the items from the warehouse, the cherry pickers, they all run electronically. So a guy can just be on the ground level operating the equipment. If you ever seen those before, let me know. Well, you can't let me know, but y'all know. If you know, you know, right? So eventually, these machines and cherry pickers will be able to be operated from a person at his house. Remote controlling this shit on a computer at his house on a camera system from the operation or from the machine. So he'll be able to eventually pick the orders, pick the items himself from the house without even having to leave. 
but he's a machine operator. Then eventually the machines is going to go off a protocol or go off of a messaging, uh, a messaging system from the operator. And it can say, hey, pick out item 107B, 37B, eight items each and can get eight, get eight items from a particular um, protocol or a particular chip that for them memorizes uh, uh, the aisle that it's on and what particular item it is and how many boxes. I'm telling you, it's, it's only the fucking beginning. So eventually all the warehouse jobs will be gone. So it starts off small microcosm and in terms of um, grocery stores and like, you know, Walmarts and shit like that. Well, Walmarts have, I think, the biggest. I think I've seen Walmart have two, four, six. I think Walmart has eight self-checkout um, lanes. Right. So people don't even go like only old people and like people who don't trust machines um, pretty much go to the regular counter. You know what I mean? But it's only the beginning. Only the beginning. But right now we have Mark Zuckerberg doing it. Isn't that better? Yeah. I mean, everyone's pissed at TikTok. You're like, okay, I get it. You don't want China spying on you, but how many people have been to China? How many people are going to China? Your own government is using Facebook and Instagram and YouTube to censor you left and right. That should be way bigger problem for you than some foreign government doing. Obviously, you don't want anybody doing right? it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so like it's like everything. Every I've said it before on the show. It's like every accusation they make against Trump is a confession of what the shit that they've been doing. He's gonna he's gonna persecute his political enemies. <laughs> he's gonna try to make it so they can't run for office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're gonna use the Rico statute to go get him. I bet you. Anyway. Law to the rule of law. He's going to make the law. Everyone else will have to follow. The vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean. How the fuck would he do that? When has, whenever has the president been able to just make a law and make everybody else follow it? I guess there's no three. I know we have three branches of government, separate and equal. All that shit goes out the wheel because the game show host became president. Oh, my God. I think they're implying all the despicable animals that would vote for him are also part of it. He represents all the deplorables at once. Okay. Oh, oh. Fair. Fair assumption. Makes sense. Why do we listen to uh, Darth Vader's daughter, by the way? Oh. Then again, that also connects to what Hillary Clinton has said about not only Donald Trump, but about Trump supporters and how they needed to be re-educated. And now that I think about it, that also reminds me of a few other things. One... I can remember a couple of situations that involved um, Trump supporters being called deplorables by Hillary Clinton. And, you know, Hillary Clinton is very open about how she feels. She said that uh, black teen boys were male predators. So you got that as well. I mean, you know, the list goes on. Sinner telling us about uh, violating the, the rule of law. I mean, it's like, 
unbelievable. I want to ask her what her dad was doing on 9-11 when he was running the, the air defense system and had literally a hundred different simulations going on that day to the pilots are like, is something really going on? What's happening right now? So I have some questions for you, little. Yeah, her dad ran a goddamn torture program, lied us into and fucking slaughtered a million Iraqis, but somehow there's someone worse than her and her fucking father. That's last election that you ever get to vote in. To go after the independent and free parts of American civic life. To tear down our institutions. Purge the government of employees. Department by department effort to weaponize the powers of the government. To use the military to quash protests. So ridding the government of all democratic safeguards. Junking American democracy as we have always known it. That he would try to stay in office beyond a second term. He would never leave office. There's no question. Trump is reelected. He won't leave. Donald Trump will never leave office voluntarily. You know what I wish I wish I had saved that video I went through from 2016 of all of the celebrities and people that said Trump would never be president and then played it before this video it would make so much more sense and it would have been so much more entertaining right because you had the people that said he would have never done it to now the people saying that he can never be president again He'll never be president again. Six years later, we cannot have him in office as president again. Come on now. <laughs> Y'all don't understand what's going on. And you got Negroes like Hassan Campbell. He's talking about it doesn't matter if you vote for Trump or not. We're all finished. Niggas, speak for yourself, brother. You got niggas that's actually trying to do something with their lives. That don't involve having to crash out and and, and 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 put on a menstrual show for some fucking views, man. Niggas really trying to accomplish things. And you know, I personally don't care who people vote for. Um, as long as, like for me, I podcast so I can give y'all my political opinion. I don't talk about super political conversations publicly because I know how people are. Even with people that support Trump. But to be a person who goes, oh, it don't matter who you vote for. We're all done. We all finished, man. We all done, man. We all finished. I'm like, man, with this Negro shut the fuck. I'm like, yo, Niggas doing too much, man. Niggas be over whooping. Niggas be over whooping, man. I gotta get something to drink in this store real quick. I'll be right back. You heard? And what that means is that everybody who wants us to remain a republic has to put every other thing aside and work together urgently right now to stop that from happening. Uh, oh, I, when I look at Rachel Maddow, I just think about how when my hair used to look like that a few years ago. <laughs> by the way, everybody in that video looked like the only people that celebrate Kwanzaa, by the way. That's what they all look like. <laughs> Kamala Harris celebrates Kwanzaa. She tweeted that. <laughs> all right, so I don't like Trump, but it does bring me joy that they're all going to be crying in November. <laughs> Do you have faith in that, bro? Do you really have faith in that, that... It's going to go that easy. I, I just, they seem to be well, pulling it, every 
every lever they can to make it not happen. I mean, it's, it's not crying because uh, he's elected. It'll be they're all crying because there's a civil war and they're going to be on the losing end of it. I just it's I know now this, 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 does everybody agree with me that the civil war that they say Trump is trying to instigate is actually being instigated by the billionaire class, the donor 100%. class. They wanted it. They want a civil war. So they'll do anything they can. Just like the cops in January 6th, we now find out that they were throwing flashbangs into the crowd and shooting them with those pepper. And they were trying to incite people like. The fuck is going well, or even worse, Jimmy, they were high-fiving everybody as they were storming the Capitol. Boy, that was, uh, yeah, those those cops, I think. Where'd they get the January 6th cops, right, from Uvalde? It was amazing. <laughs> the cops, they, oh, they were, the cops are really fighting back. It's like, why didn't they just put a bouncy house up and stuff? Yeah, yeah. The fuck they got it? the village people to show up and act like cops. Okay. Well, I mean, like, you know, I, I just think that this... This regardless of like, you know, uh, we're all descendants of immigrants. We all have family that came what? here. And but <laughs> this flooding of of the borders seems purposeful and seems like it's being done on purpose to cause complete chaos in 2024, right around election time. And, you know, you got people like Gavin Newsom who's got rid of, I think, California, they've completely gotten rid of in vote, in-person voting. Like, I think it's you can only do it through the mail now, which is like all done. This is why, you know, everyone's always like, oh, these, you know, I know probably not this room, but a lot of people are like, look at these Republican Democrat, uh, Republican governors are sending all these illegals to these these cities showing these blue mayors who's boss. It's like I personally think they're all working together and they're moving assets into these giant Democratic cities where they want as much chaos as possible so they can keep New York, keep Chicago, keep Philadelphia voting a certain way for these guys that are just all just selling us out. That's my know, You know, it's 100 percent. I mean, they had Xi Jinping come to San Francisco and it was the first time the streets were ever clean. You know, they played, they got rid of all the homeless. Shh, Xi Jinping could find out. Shh. <laughs> Is this on TikTok? Is this on TikTok? I think he bought it. Don't. So, I mean, this, uh, you know, the biggest thing is like everyone needs to realize that none of this is happening, happening naturally. It is all something called pressure from above, pressure from below. Climate change. Yes, I know. <laughs> but, you know, like you're talking about, like they're building chaos, having the borders open, everything like that. I'm just so relieved that every time I take a flight, I still take my shoes off. <laughs> right. One hundred percent. All right, that's enough. <laughs> as soon as the woman talks, it's like, okay, that's it. That's enough. All right, that's enough. All righty, that's enough. Okay. Uh, we'll just end this as segment two. We've got something else to talk about. Segment three. Stay tuned. Be right back. All right, segment three. Um, I'm definitely going to have to go back to the house before I get up out of here. I was about to post up here at this store, but I realized I left my charger home and there's no way in hell I can do that ever. You know what I mean? I've left my charger at the house before. 
And other times when I bring my charger with me, it's as if I don't need it, right? And the days that I forget my charger, I tend to use my phone a lot. I tend to be on my phone a lot. Or I'll do something stupid. I'll have my brightness on. So another another dumb thing that I do is I put my brightness on. On my uh, phone. Now I don't use my phone. I keep my phone pretty much where it's at. But I'll have my phone on. Instead of like, you know, blacking my screen out, saving energy, I'll have my brightness on 100%. And keep my phone on the entire time so even if I'm just listening to something which most of the time that's what I spend my time doing I'll be wasting battery so like for example I'm gonna have to go to I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave for work in like 20 minutes alright so by the time I get to work my phone is at 90 my phone will probably be at like 84, 83%. By the time five o'clock comes, my phone is probably on 66%. So I immediately know, all right, great. Now I got to charge my phone, right? So it's always some bullshit. And if I don't have my charger, I'm asked out. And I also have to get my charger for my NACTEC so I can successfully get back and forth to work. All right, hold up, be right back. Matter of fact, I'm gonna play some music in the meantime. I still wanna react to everything. So um, let me go here and see if I have something. All right, cool, whatever.
my charger cannot forget that um i gotta make sure i have something for later on man like what the wound up going through too much man wound up going through too much um let me see uh episode we still got a eddie griffin episode our Eddie Griffin clip from Vlad TV. We still got a clip from Poor Man's Podcast, which I hope the audio is better. And yeah, we still got two clips, total of 30 minutes. Something light. You know, like I said before, I'm just waiting for the fucking week to be over at this point. I'm just I'm just done. This 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 week is just like not to say it's been a slow week. It's just been like one of those regular ass weeks. And it's like for how quick the year has already gone by. It's like, yo, it's already been 18 days of the year. Like that's over two weeks. It's over two weeks. Maybe I'm just being overdramatic, but it just seems fast already. Like, we're already towards the end of January, going on February. But my my reaction to one of the guys with, with Jimmy Dore was kind of like the typical apolitical BS that you, you hear people talk about anytime when politics is mentioned. It's almost the cool thing to be unaware, right? For some reason, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to not know about what the fuck is going on and, like, how your freedoms can be affected. For some reason, it's cool to not know. It's cool to be uninformed. And I think that excuse is just that. It's just an excuse. For whatever reason, if... If you don't support who you support, if you don't represent what other people want you to represent, then it kind of becomes like a situation where, well, you got to be, you know, the opposition or you got to be the Antichrist. You got to be Adolf Hitler, of course. And most of the time, it's just not the case. And, And a lot of the times you just have somebody who just happens to be more informed about something than you are, or who at the very least believes in things that you don't believe, but because you don't believe in him, he's just wrong. And you don't have any evidence to prove it. It's like mainstream media and what they're saying about Trump. Actually it makes me think of uh, what did I do again? What was that called? You know, what, what, what was that? Um, what was that fuckery that I went over? 
Oh, that's right. The Trump derangement syndrome iceberg, right? And how the narrative just changes a little bit, but they got to still go on to the racism. Like they can't drop. They can't give up on the racism. Trump has got to be a racist for the blacks in order for the Democrats to be successful. And this is what I mean. Today, you have more of a resistance. And I'm proud to be one of those people that represent that. In which it's not really about being a Republican. It's more about knowing more about the masters that you serve in the Democratic plantation and being able to walk away gracefully. Right. You know, you didn't sell your soul. You're not out here tap dancing for the Democratic Party. You know, you're not out here doing, you know. The Charleston, you know, what I'm saying you out, you, you know, come on. You know better than that and you act better than that. The political and social, I would even say social opponents or cultural opponents. Are uncivilized, right? They have no filter. So they're on one end. They say Trump has no filter and Trump's out of control. But on the other hand, they can blatantly call somebody a white nationalist, a Nazi, a fascist, an authoritarian, that they are the ones that emulate better than Trump. Let's just be honest. And and to tie it into a bow, all of these sort of like weird like indications of like guilt almost uh, how they throw judgment at Trump when many people in Trump's defense would actually put the Democrats and some of these, you know, uh, radical liberals who have jobs as reporters on national television responsible and put them in the same chopping block. Like, hey, you guys are kind of authoritarians, right? You know, isn't Maine trying to take Trump off the ballot? Um, isn't Colorado trying to take Trump off the ballot? Well, didn't Colorado take Trump off the ballot? I mean, you reach a point to where you have to acknowledge the fact that, okay, these people are just outright desperate. They're desperate. And I don't think their level of desperation our desperation in itself for them is almost an understatement. I think it's even deeper than that. You know, they're willing to do anything to prevent this guy from winning, not just running because he's already running. Oh, he's been running. Ten toes down, he's been running. And while going to these court hearings, while being indicted, He was going out there and doing political rallies. And people at the time were like, yo, this nigga's really out of pocket. Like, yo, you just came back from court. And that night he's going in North Carolina. Or that night he's going into Iowa. Or that night he's going somewhere else to do a rally. You know, you don't see too many... um, political people in general with that level of enthusiasm. Now, 
a lot of people will just say, well, yeah, that's because of his power and his position and what he has going on here and what he has going on there. And he's corrupted and all this bullshit. Right. And even if like and and I'm not one of those people who are just naive, like, let's just say Trump is corrupted. Right. Something about Trump is, in fact, corrupted. Could we not? Could we not uh, excuse uh, Bill Clinton for the same type of corruption and his involvement with a Jeffrey Epstein? I had to put my phone on my charger. Um, could we not excuse uh, Obama and a lot of foul play and a lot of things that were said about him? More importantly, his sexuality. We'll just leave it there. Um. And all these other presidents and shit, George W. Bush, could we not put him in a category as well as being a idiotic person to have ever run the country for eight years straight? I mean, we we really have to start thinking about this. But I think for certain Democrats, not all, but for certain Democrats, they're too far gone because they're so they're so set on Trump not running that they're willing to do anything to make that happen. Even if they got to do some foul shit, some blatant, foul, corrupted bullshit, they'll be willing to do it. And you know what? Um, They're not going to have any problems with doing it. Because from my perspective, the 2020 election in itself was a fucking joke. And it was a clown show. And all the people who sat back and celebrated and made fun of Trump and said that, you know, Trump had his time. Now we got our president and y'all guys were you guys were up in arms about Joe Biden. Right. What has that nigga done for you? Since he was elected, besides giving you a false sense of security. Or at least security and knowing that, you know, big bad Trump is out of the building. Now, big, bad Joe Biden is in gas prices up and down. I remember one time. Like even in terms of like activities and doing things like I got to make sure I'm doing something I really want to do because I'm just not trying to be out here wasting fucking gas. Right. Went to the gas station. I remember this had to be like four or five months ago. Went to the gas station. Gas was like $3.50. Like, I literally called my homeboy up and was like, yeah, man, I, I ain't going to be able to make it. Dead ass. Because, you know, the nigga I was hanging out with was like damn near like the other side of the state. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like more so out of my way than anything. And the gas... You know, y'all niggas go to the store and you thought you had enough money, but you realize when you look at the prices, you don't. And you like, damn, I got a downgrade. Hell, you try to go to McDonald's. I see a lot of these videos and these pictures that circulate that I find to be kind of funny and also like alarming and disturbing at the same time. And it's these pictures of old McDonald's food. 
like not like old as in like rotten or outdated, but outdated pictures, let's just say, of McDonald's food. The good old days where you had the extra large, right? You had the, uh, you know, you pretty had, you pretty much had the king size, the king size meal. You know what I mean? I think that's what Burger King used to call it. But you had the extra large, the extra large fries, right? You know, Cat Williams talked about those fries. You know, th- those fries, you can't really, I can't really bring much more justice than Cat Williams, but them fries are magical, okay? <coughs> Be the best fucking thing McDonald's ever have in some cases is the fries. But you had like the little bucket. It was like, it wasn't even like a fry. It wasn't even for fries. It was like a little bucket filled with fries, man. A fucking value meal was like six, <coughs> like eight, like six, seven fifty max. Imagine those days, right? You getting a value meal? A large, a large value meal would be seven dollars, or would be six dollars, seven fifty max, depending on what sandwich and what value meal you get. Facts. The nuggets? Come on, man, stop. I remember just kind of like there's a weird nostalgic um, feel when it comes to like old McDonald's. And I, it's almost like an episode in itself to talk about, right? Because some of the spaces, and I talk about liminal spaces here and there, but I'm going to talk about liminal spaces a little bit in connection to what I'm talking about here, right? So, what I mean by liminal spaces is for the people for the people who remembers the old McDonald's, right? And how the old McDonald's would have the fun pits and the old McDonald's would have this like this sort of fun pit, you know, sort of playground section that's usually indoors. And it had this really like old school sort of 90s look to it. Like it's a very nostalgic type of ordeal where just the setting, the fact that I'm talking about it, I can almost envision it, right? Where you have that sort of old aesthetics from like the 90s, the the really like the the colorful sort of settings or it's like... uh, like, yo, if you ever went, if you ever went to a fucking, um, a Chuck E. Cheese, sort of that same, like, setting, that same environment, that same sort of 90s, sort of outdated 90s look, 90s theme, right? It's like, if you look at McDonald's today, they all look like detention centers. Like, I used to joke around about how, like, McDonald's and shit, how they used to look, and there's certain memes out there that would show places of how they look, how they used to look, and, like, um, Nickelodeon was one of those big places, right? Where, like, even in terms of, like, if even if you're not a fan of Nickelodeon, right, the whole slime thing with Nickelodeon and, like, you know, that sort of, like the theme, the color of Nickelodeon and Nick at Night and sort of that nostalgic 
there's, there's just that like nostalgic belief and where like a different time period it was like a different it's almost like you're in a different universe in that sense where you see how things used to be versus how things truly are today and things today are you know not as colorful you know it's not as bubbly it's a very dry it's like I said you look at McDonald's today it's crazy it's almost like it's almost weird when people mention the fact that McDonald's used to have playgrounds and shit like that. Like, it's almost like a nostalgic experience even talking about it, right? But anyway, you know, all those things are gone, right? And this sort of dry, very, like, typical design. Like, even with Nickelodeon, like, Nickelodeon looks horrendous today. Now, keep in mind, Nickelodeon back in the day looked terrible, too, but it was typical Nickelodeon. It had Nickelodeon, the the fucking studios, and it had the green slime under the Nickelodeon logo. It was very, like, Nickelodeon, 90s-ish type of vibe, right? Like, very liminal, very, very liminal type of vibe. But when you look at the building today, all of the aesthetics is gone, and it just says Nickelodeon. And it's just like, damn. That's cold, man. But that's just like the way, that's like the, like when, like time truly changes and there's really like kind of no going back. I mean, there's going back in thought, but there's never like going back in actual time and re-experiencing. It's like going to... Like, it's kind of crazy to bring it up, but it's like kind of going to a place that you used to hang out at a lot and a place you used to like a place that you kind of can connect certain friendships to because everybody would go to this place and you guys were all hanging out together and you've, you've made new friends and you've made like you know you had relationships and shit like this in this area so it's kind of like that place of nostalgia more than actual more than an actual place it's a place that represents memories a place in which to a lot of people to a lot of people it's considered magical It's a nostalgic experience. It's a place that really represents um, a certain level or a certain amount of emotions. And sort of the memories that's from it outshines the actual place that you were at. Like the, the place itself means nothing. It's the friendships are... Uh, the things you've done, the people you've hung out with, you know, things of that nature that makes the environment more meaningful, right? So without it, it's like you go into a school. You're just walking down the street. You walk past the school. Now, if it was a school, if it was a high school, if it was an elementary school that you were in, 
it may be a different experience for you. You you may have memories of, you know, hanging out with friends and getting in trouble and getting into fights and all that shit, right? But to another person who never went to the school, probably won't even acknowledge it being a school, wouldn't even notice it being a school. He wouldn't have any thought about it. So it's like one of those weird things. And it was like, like those memes are like sort of like the memes of like how Nickelodeon used to look versus how it looks today. It really is kind of like that reminder of how things change in some cases for the better, but in a lot of cases it doesn't change. A lot of times it's the same old shit. But I seen like the inflation pictures, like they show like sandwiches, like yo, niggas is petty as fuck. They show sandwiches that were made in like like before the inflation and shit, and like a hamburger looked like a hamburger. You, you see where I'm getting at? And then they show the, the pictures today, and it's like a fucking embarrassment. Like, yo, it is really bad. Because, like, even packaging, certain products, they took out, like, like uh, a pack of Oreos, for example. Not that this is solid evidence or anything like that, but just an example. Like a pack of Oreos used to come with like, say, the long pack, pause. Used to come with like 20 cookies. Now they only come with 16. And what's weird about it is it steadily happened and only only a few people picked up on it. Like, wait a minute. That's like... I'm a cigarette smoker, right? I smoke cigarettes. That's like I go to buy a pack of cigarettes. It's the same fucking price. But instead of 20 cigarettes that I usually get, I'm now getting 15. Right? Like it's it's like one of those situations. Like, wait a minute, this is this is weird. So when a lot of the Democrats sit back and they talk about how a lot of conservatives and certain people just don't know what's going on and, you know, things are actually really okay. Things are really fine. Um, the inflation, that's just a lie. You know, things are going to go back to normal soon, but a lot of people just need to stop complaining. These aren't like average people who live average lives, right? I mean, that would that would almost make sense. If it was somebody who was just living a regular fucking life and who wasn't, you know, high up, um, who wasn't top level within entertainment, within like the entertainment business or um, like I said, the limousine liberal that kind of just sits sits back and kind of tells people uh, what's going on. And not just from her perspective, they tell you like, like what they're saying is facts. So it's not a situation where what they can say could possibly be incorrect or them constantly calling Trump a dictator. I'm sure that's not going to backfire. 
I'm sure a lot of Jewish people would possibly disagree with the connection of Trump and Adolf Hitler. I'm just saying. I don't think the Jews would uh, necessarily agree with what you're saying there. But that's just my opinion. You know, I can be wrong. I could always be wrong. You know, I don't I don't take away that as a possibility. But the problem I have with this whole situation is here we have a group of people that's realistically been telling other people that their whole thing in politics is wrong and you're actually a bad person if you vote for Trump. You actually support the death of democracy. You support the death of America. You you support Nazism. You support white supremacy. And it's like, wait a minute. I mean, that's a little extreme for you um, so-called tolerant lefties. And they have a field day. They lose their fucking minds, dude. These niggas lose their fucking mind. And then by the time you have like any clue on what's really being like taking place, like what's what's really been going on, it's too late. These guys like now it's like Trump Trump derangement syndrome has become pro Bidenism. That's like pro Bidenism is Trump derangement syndrome because I don't see many people making like a logical statement or even a logical like argument in terms of Biden being so much better than Trump besides this false sense of security that certain black people have that Biden isn't a racist or Biden isn't a racist like Donald Trump. And it's like, come on. Give me a fucking break, man. It's like I spent episodes going through some of the racist shit Biden has said in previous times, even in present times, he says some pretty out-of-pocket shit. You know, if you have a problem figuring out whether to vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump, apparently you ain't black. So, you know, I mean, that could be just a simple example. Just concrete evidence. like, And it's like the left really look at black people as just simple-minded retards because they'll just tell them, oh, well, you know, Biden didn't mean it like that. You know, he was just talking about the enthusiasm that he has for his black supporters. It's like, come on, stop. How many excuses can these people come up with until somebody finally points it out and go, hey, that's some fuckery. That's some bullshit. And y'all need to be dealt with in a, in a very, um, you know, a very easygoing type of way. I, I don't have to really roast these people. They tend to roast themselves. And keep in mind, this type of rhetoric, and I got to constantly remind black the black audience, the American blacks, this rhetoric is not from black people. You don't hear black people saying, well, this guy's Adolf Hitler. This guy's Mussolini. Um, this guy's a dictator. This guy's an authoritarian. They go, this nigga's an egomaniac. He's egotistical. He might be overconfident, but we still fuck with Trump over Biden for sure. 
you know, that's how most black people look at this shit today. Now, granted, they weren't looking at this the same way 2016. Because some of the same people that were there cheering for uh, for Biden were the same people cheering for Hillary. And where did that get y'all? Nowhere. Shit, we all argue, used to argue that if this bitch ended up becoming president, we would have been at World War Three a lot earlier than where shit is going right now. This is one of the slow, this is like a slow burn scenario where the country is slowly burning on an economic level and in terms of like foreign relations. So with Biden being granted in this like hellhole of a possibility of Biden being given four more years to destroy America, by the time 2028 comes, the country probably wouldn't be the same way that we see it today, even in terms of whatever censorship, because the government already has their ears on the surface of a lot of podcasts and a lot of people who talk about these topics. The issue is what happens when these people can hold you accountable. They can prosecute you for what you say. Even if you say it's on a satire level, even if you say allegedly, they can still track you down. What happens then? And I think the people on the left don't pay attention to that because they just want to see the people on the right get crucified. And that's kind of what's been going on. Like the people on the right's been banned from uh, Twitter, which is now X. Um, They've been, well, some of them have been reinstated. You know, shout out to Elon and all that shit, the fuckery. You know what I mean? The white African-American friend of mine, um, Elon Musk, my white African-American friend, Elon Musk. Um, you might you may have heard of him before. We want to tie this up, man. Uh, I just wanted to be able to react to everything that was being mentioned. Uh, this will just be a very long pause episode of the Crimson capsule chapel but as i always say in the meantime and in between time and until next time jersey judah signing out peace